Super Balls podcast meant for an adult audience only. Contains sexually oriented content. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Radio show and podcast making a uh, slight comeback again this week. Got John, that's me. Frankenstein's over there. Oh, what's up? How you guys doing? Um, I uh, I didn't realize we were going to be doing this until yesterday, so I don't have a whole hell of a lot of things to talk about right off the bat. Um, but uh, if you'd like to contact us. Um, as always, we love to get calls and texts at uh, 609-36-BALLS, it's 609-362-2557. Uh, you can go to our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash superballspodcast, the uh, Twitter, which I can never remember, superballscast. Superballscast is correct. Um, and Frank... Actually, just he's been uh, developing a new website for the show, which I saw for the first time today, and it is fucking classy looking, if you ask me. And that's going to be superballsshow.squarespace.com. And soon it's going to be working with the gentlemanspodcast.com and superballsradioshow.com uh, as well. Go it is really nice, though. You can. Uh, Get on the website, suggest topics, you can uh, listen to the show live there. Um, Do you want me to go over some things, the features? Well, hold on, let's, okay. uh, let me, uh, Perfect. email is uh, superballspodcast at gmail.com, um, there's one other one, ustream.tv slash superballs dash podcast, but again, you don't need to go to Ustream anymore, It's you can stream right from the website. And uh, we're also available on iTunes. So that is where that's at. Frank, if you'd like to go over your beautiful new baby. Uh, it's not just my baby. It's our baby. But well, uh, I mean, you make it. Yeah. So basically, guys, um, I haven't had a sh- like a whole lot of time to go to, to develop this site. But uh, for what it is, I wanted to focus on making it better. Our old site was a Tumblr, if you're familiar with Tumblr just a blog where the main content of it was reposting images and gifs which pissed off john yeah i hated the, the gifs he, he doesn't like gifs gifs what have you uh so this one needed to be more functional because i felt like we were very lacking in the website department and uh i'm a designer so i really felt like we needed to do something uh that was going to be tailored to us so just to name a few features off the bat um what we're going to have is we're going to have the one stop for all of your show needs, we're going to have one place where you can go to to sort of see where we're at everywhere. You can um, sort of interact with us in every way possible there. Like that that was the goal. So um, we've got our phone number on there. You can go to the main page and Skype us from there. 
You can chat with us there. You can uh, just give updates, you know, and comments on there. You can listen to us live on there. You can see when we're offline on there. If we're running a show like we are right now, uh, there's a little place for you to be able to change the topic on there or tell us what you'd like to talk about. Um, you know, and if we're off air, you can tell us what you'd like to hear about. Very easy. No email required. Just type in what you want us to talk about and we'll address it. Um, there's a place for you to easily like it on there if you haven't already on Facebook. Uh, Google Plus One. Um, we have our Twitter connected, so you can see all of our Twitter updates from there. And what, one of the things that I like the best is, uh, well, one of the two things is, number one, um, you're going to be able to listen to every single episode from that homepage on the uh, left side if you scroll further down. So every single one of our episodes are on streaming already. Yeah, I was so. wondering if, uh, if Yeah, and instead of, instead of kind of searching through the various posts like our old website, they're all right there and available for you without you having to do any work whatsoever. Uh, and then the other thing that I really like is if you have been a guest or you will be a guest or you are a host, what have you, um, we're offering you a chance to update our blog. So if you have been a guest, and I'm talking, you know, uh, Jimmy, Jackie, Jim, our neighbor, uh, other, other Jackie, uh, anybody, Gabby, anyone can actually go in. They should have an invitation in their email. Uh, go ahead and you can update our blog with whatever you want. And I think that's going to be a great idea. Everyone have everyone has access to this sort of communal site. Um, another thing that I really like that we have is, um, you know, I know a lot of times we promise a time and uh, we may be running behind a little bit. So I, I made a form in there where you can put your name and your phone number. And it's an international phone number that you can put. Uh, we will actually text you, I will personally text everyone in a mass text and let everyone know when we're on air, when the next show is, those kind of updates. Not spam, not bullshit, not, hey, we're going to have this guest on, it's going to be, when's the next show? Uh, you know, if you're one of those people that's always wondering when the next show is and you want to get it straight from the horse's mouth, mouth, and you, you know, it does change sometimes, but this way you're, you're constantly up to date. That's the place to do it. So it's just a simple form. Fill it out uh, and submit it to us. We'll get it in our email. And, you know, we will take it from there. Uh, another thing is, too, um, right now we're, we're, we're still very kind of in-house. We're not very big time yet, but we, we, we really feel like we're going to get there soon. Um, so right now we're trying to invest in, in better equipment. Uh, and, you know, we all kind of work jobs that are, you know, they are what they are. So... We are going to start asking for donations if you'd like to. Not, not. Uh, we're not pushy or anything. But if if you Maybe like, you can donate like kind words. You can donate kind words, or if you if you have like, you know, thirty cents or six dollars or whatever you have. There, there's also now a if place. You're interested in philanthropy. There, yes, there's also now a place on the site for you to go ahead and just push a button. It's PayPal. You can donate. You know, we'll give you a shout out on the show, and uh, you know that's gonna. We won't if you don't. Yeah, we. <laughs> in most cases, well, we, we might anyway. But uh, you know, that's gonna be a good place for you to go ahead and uh, contribute. That'll be a good place for you to be a founder of the Super Balls podcast. Uh, and this project might actually go to Kickstarter. I'm not sure. Ooh, that'd be cool. 
Well, it's... Donate $7,000 and we'll broadcast from your house. Yeah. Well, anyway... <laughs> um, those Kickstarter things are... Yeah, so, so basically, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. We want you to be part of the show. This is your show. Um, we're... Today, uh, we might be broadcasting live on the radio. We might not. I haven't heard from Angel yet, our intern. Um, but in any, in, in, in any case, I really feel that terrestrial radio is dead. And I really Fuck f- no, it's not. Are you kidding me? I feel like it's going to die. Are you fucking kidding me? Not talk radio. Well, it kind of depends on AM the person. AM radio, Frank? Come on. I don't know. WGN, WBBM. Zion. And WLS. Internet radio. Never, ever go away. Internet radio is taking over. That's, no, it's not. Well, we'll put up a poll. We'll see what the what the listeners think. Uh, All right. We never like to really have a huge disagreement here, so we, we want to get your opinion. We will put up that poll later on. I'm getting there. I'm going to start disagreeing with everyone just to fuck it. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so uh, later on today, we are going to have uh, Storm Chaser Nathan Hallman, personal friend of mine. Uh, he's got some great pictures if you want to go to the... Uh, website you can definitely go there and check them out via blog um and also uh, if you have any questions for him you can go ahead and submit it to us via the form on the facebook or facebook page or the super balls podcast website page either one will work and we will ask him that later on when he comes on uh we're gonna have him on skype so basically if you do want to call in the show and ask him questions live you can do that um so uh, hopefully, if anyone is you know out there listening and, and wants to ask him some questions, you know, feel free. And you know, I personally have some questions, and um, you know, weather is a very interesting thing. You know, and I think we're having an interesting year in weather. So uh, I can't wait to have him on. He should be on in around thirty minutes or less. Uh, and really, uh, the weather is crazy. It's been pretty. Uh... I think we're officially in a drought right now. Yeah, we are in a drought, but there there is one but more. But the freak storms that pop up, Tom Tom Skilling on WGNAM says he calls them supercells or microbursts. That's what they're. Well, we're we're gonna and, ask. Uh, we're gonna. The, there was a. Uh, they're they're super fast and powerful, at, but they're done a quick. Wall at O'Hare that got knocked over, and people are without power right now. Still, like wow. Well, uh, we're going to let Nate elaborate on all of those things. Uh, And the last thing I wanted to mention is um, I want to apologize on behalf of our uh, broadcast and radio show because, you know, we haven't really been on as frequently as we'd like to. And the reason is, is because we're sort of in a transitionary stage. You know, um, we, we haven't been in the same place as a group mentally mentally and physically that we have been uh so it's been very very difficult Uh, i myself like i've had to overhaul the the whole website i'm still not 100 percent happy so expect changes but uh you know in the future you know it's kind of uh it's kind of unknown uh like i know katie cat is moving away so i'm not even sure if she'll be on again uh and that's kind of sad um but we will miss her, and I hope to have at least one or two more podcasts with her on it. Yes, John? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she uh, would be here now, but she was, uh, she's out of town on a job interview. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she's growing. She's, she's moving on to, you know, to better herself, and, um, you know, we're all kind of doing that. So, um, trying. Yeah, trying. So, uh, basically, I wanted to apologize for the sort of delay 
in the intermittent uh, podcasts that we've had, and I want to promise you guys that we will get more regular. Um, I know John's busy, I'm busy, uh, so I guess the second part of that would be, personally, I am going to promise two things. Number one, I'm going to promise that we will, I will podcast, and I will, I will bring new content at least once a week. Uh, the second part of that is I really want to do video game walkthroughs. And, and uh, talking about those video game walkthroughs. Yeah, and, and this was actually supposed to go down. We were supposed to have one this week, but uh, things didn't work out quite as we like to. Uh, I've got a coworker named Kevin who uh, wasn't able to make it out, and Jackie and Jimmy, who you guys know, were going to make it out, and they weren't able to make it out. And I don't really play video games. So we were going to actually uh, we we're going to start the walkthrough with the Simpsons Arcade. Right, right, right. So uh, we were going to do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe Kevin still might come out tonight. So if he does, we, we might still play it. If not, I'm not sure. Um, otherwise, I might do something with Jim. If you remember Jim from the Outdoors cast? Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, he might uh, participate in that. Uh, and then so the second, I guess the second part of that second part is... Um, the second part of the second part. The second part of the second part is I understand that if Katie's not around and available... I might have the option of podcasting with John, and I know John now is working some late nights, so I'm going to be looking to really rely on some guests and possibly some new co-hosts, man, like to try and, and take some of the weight. Um, I was it's so stressful. Well, no, I don't. The link, it's not. It's not that it's know. stressful. It's that I don't want to podcast by myself, but we owe you guys, the listeners, uh, some content. So. And, uh, speaking of listeners, I'll say again, we'd love to have you guys call. It's uh, 609-36-BALLS. Yep. 609-362-2557. And then uh, the one last thing I was going to say is the next week... Part three uh, of the second thing. Next week, there's only two things that might happen. Number one, there might not be a show at all, because I'm actually going to be in Minnesota camping. Um, but Ooh, if there is a show... I'm with you. I wish... That's not my trip. I'm going. I'm tagging along, uh, but John might be podcasting solo. Yeah, maybe he's gonna be maybe possibly podcasting solo or with a guest. Hopefully, I. Uh, we're gonna go through it tonight. He's gonna he's gonna be able to do it tonight, and uh, you know we're gonna work together when we we can and separately when we need to. Uh, and you guys are gonna be privy to all the content and updates. So uh, that's really all I got. I know it was a long intro, but it's been a while. It's been like a week. It's been, uh, I think it's been two weeks, hasn't it? Let's say. I don't know. So uh, call in if you'd like. Uh, again, I'm going to let uh, Nate know when uh, we're ready to accept this call. Um, other than that, John, what do you got? What do you want to talk about? Because there's a lot going on right now. Um, Nate, you got anything? The decline of humanity and civilized human beings. What makes you say that? That's kind of frustrating. I don't really want to talk about that. Well, I, there is a few things that I want to talk about. Uh, and it's kind of on that same note. And uh, The first thing is, uh, The Dark Knight Rises came out uh, this oh, week. Really? There was a huge shooting in Aurora. Very sad. And if that, I mean, our hearts and prayers go out to the victims. And if that wasn't bad enough, there, there's also a... Uh, Actually, yeah, that was... There that, was... That, uh, that I mean, and there's that, we could do a whole show on that alone. There was also a copycat shooter in Massachusetts Massachusetts that happened today. Uh, That was actually foiled. The guy never ended up um, 
He was, wait, wasn't it a, a bridge bombing? No, they caught this guy in the planning stage, and they confiscated dozens of weapons, and it's all online on the news if you want to go check that out. Um, so go ahead and check that out if, you, if you'd like, and, uh, you know, it's just really sad, and, and you know, we might not always understand the, the reason why, but, you know, what we can do is, is sort of be there for, you know, the victims, because that is important. I'm just talking about the shootings, man. Um, basically, the shootings, uh, of course, are sparking a lot of debate over gun control and whether or not, you know, if everybody had a gun, then would it be better or worse, blah, blah, blah. I think that a lot of people are focusing too much on that and not on the aspect of how much violence there is in the media. And also, like, this kid clearly had like, something wrong in his head. So, instead of, like, gun control, why don't we have some sort of assistance for people who need help? Instead of just, you know, letting all of it go unnoticed and waiting for someone to go in and shoot up a movie theater. Yeah, I, I personally, I mean, and this is very personal. Because Colorado is a concealed carry state. And yeah. It, I mean, I, I it mean, would have been fine. I, I personally feel there's two sides of it. Apparently, you can't have guns in yeah, I feel like, for me, there, I feel like there's two sides. Number one, I, I, I want to say right now, though, I'm a believer in the Second Amendment. I'm a, yeah, me too. I'm a gun and, 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 and for me, there, there's two sides. Number one, I really feel that, uh, you know, uh, right now, there's more violence, more gun violence. And I, and I don't, the only reason that I put that on is really the, the state of things as they are within the country. Like, uh, I really feel that. If you, if you put people in a situation where they feel that they need to be violent with guns, they're going to do so. Uh, and if, you know, you put somebody in a state where, you know, they feel safe and they don't need guns, guns legal or not, they're going to be fine. Uh, and the, statistical, the statistics show that if guns are available, crime actually goes down. So uh, I don't think outlawing guns or no, restricting guns. No, even if guns, guns were outlawed. Crime actually goes people up. People would still have guns, like, yeah. except for people who want to legally have a gun. It would be the people who right. illegally. So, yep, that's that. Uh, what else you got, John? You got anything else before we get to our next segment, which I got? Um, Ready to rock? I went and saw a band called Refuse last night. They've been broken up for the last 15 years. They got back together this year. Um, I don't know if they got back together, but they're doing like a reunion tour um my body hurts and my throat hurts where was that show? it was at the congress theater in chicago Ooh, that's nice it was awesome it was one of the best shows that i've ever seen um and uh i guess oh what else bomb the music industry is a great band they're playing on the night i'm planning on going to that that's going to be at subterranean in chicago um and Riot Fest in September. The Bouncing Souls are playing this weekend. Um, I, I don't know. Lots of music going on. If you uh, are interested in going to any shows um, or interested in sharing any music, we always... Yeah, share that music. We love, uh, we love music here. Yeah, I think we're, we're avid, avid music lovers. Like, I don't think that's any, uh, any doubt or... 
And um, what I think what's really good is, um, you know, I hear a lot of people always complaining that, like, um, you know, the scene is dead and, you know, we have to figure out how to save the scene, but those are the same people that never go to any shows. So that's kind of odd to me. But, uh, shows are the best thing ever. I go to a show and I, it's like, I don't know, doing drugs or going to therapy. It's, it's therapeutic. It's, yeah. It's good for you. A, a, especially in, in the city, it's like, well, I guess specifically punk shows, you know, it's, it's like there's a, a union between all of these people at this one place and then you get out of the show and you just hate your life and everything <laughs> sucks. And, and uh, all, I, uh, all I want is more shows. Cool. So. All right. Well, uh, so you go for it. What do you got? Well, I, there's there's two things. Number one, before we get to Nate, I want to get to our next segment, but I need you to kill the music. Oh. We're going to be doing a prank call. God damn it. Prank that, call. That's not it is nice. I'm gonna call my work. I'm gonna call it. I hope. I really hope Chris is not listening to this right now. Are you? Are you? You want to be here for this? <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Informal. You know. All right, all right. All right. I need you to be like total silence so we can do this. Ready? Hold on. That's me. That's me. Don't worry. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you? Good. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Okay. Hold, uh, please. Yes. I think we might be on hold indefinitely now. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I think it's to do with people. It's put on hold. <laughs> Are you going to help me now or not? <laughs> What's your brother's phone number? Just hang up the phone. Yeah, I should. My brother's phone number is on I'll find it. I'm done with the calls. All right, we're done. It's over. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, what else? Um, seems like a lot of things have been pissing me off. Well, I'm gonna give you some, you know, a few minutes, and we'll we'll get Nate on the line. Go ahead, tell me what pisses you off, man, because that's uh, it's important. It's important stuff. Um, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Because I try to figure it out, and then I just end up where I began. I talk myself in circles, to myself. Um, but, I, I, uh, 
guess uh, I think my mind's just cloudy. Why? I need to focus. Because I don't do anything. I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, you've got a job, you've got a place. Yeah, I know. And I you hate see, it all. seemingly have your shit together. Mm-hmm. There's no having my shit together. Are you? Uh, are you like in a, the equation? Are you like Fight Club right now, where everything's a copy of a copy of a copy? Kind of, yeah, a little bit. I've been riding my bike a lot, uh, trying to clear my head, and that's pissed me off. Just looking at people and the way that they interact—it's so <laughs> fucked. And yeah, people they, are shitty. I just, I don't know. I was on the train last night after the show, and these fucking dickheads were, like, talking about me. Like, obviously, I had been dancing for the last two hours, so... What do you mean, dick? And what were they saying about you? Well, basically, like, I was all sweaty and gross, my hair was all disgusting, and, you know, comments like, like, Wet Dog, and David Lee Roth came up, and I was like, you know, basically, I... I wanted to do something to change these guys' attitudes, and then they mentioned something that I was familiar with, so I kind of... The only people talking on the train. Loud as shit. And I, you know... They were talking about a guy, one of their friends, who had snuck a bowl and, like, some weed into the show, and I just looked over, and I was like, yeah, I smelled it, it was cool. I, you know, I saw the guy get, uh walked up to by security, and uh, they didn't take his shit. They didn't, you know, kick him out or anything. On the train? No, at the Congress. Um, So that was, you know, Congress security is usually pretty hardcore, but these guys were really cool, and the security guy, I guess. Um, So I, uh, you know, I threw that over to him. Hey, hey, uh, it's cool. I saw it happen. I thought he was going to get kicked out. And, yeah. Uh, they seem, they kind of seem like douchebags a little bit. Um, I uh, looked over, said that, and they just looked at me like I was a fucking alien with a fucking second head growing out of my neck. And uh, at that point, I just wanted to stab him. Yeah, stabbing is usually the solution to most things. Uh, I think your thing is ready. So I don't that. it's probably a good idea. Uh, what else we got? What else? Um, I oh here's a couple here's a couple things. Um, I don't know what happened to Thomas, but uh, I can no longer get in touch with him. Lost touch with him on Twitter and uh, sent him a couple messages on the old Skype, and uh, I don't know where he is. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what I can do to get in, in touch with him. And then uh, there's Samantha in the UK, uh, and she's actually going to be joining us. She's going to be uh, hopefully posting some stuff to the blog, and next week she might be able to submit us some photos of the Olympics in London, and hopefully... Oh, yeah, today's opening ceremony. Yeah, she's going to be... Planned poorly, because everyone's watching the opening ceremony. I don't think anyone we know is watching the opening ceremony. Is he? Oh, well, he was supposed to be a guest tonight. Thanks a lot. We can watch it here. We have a TV and a radio show. Uh. 
Are you coming back soon? Because um, if not, I'm going to prank call another person. John? Alright, uh, I think I'm going to uh, prank call another person. Do you like prank calls, John? I don't. I do. I like calling the pranks. You're going to know this place that I'm going to prank call. Jokes and jokes and jokes. Oh, okay. One second. It's me again. Today, we really can help you. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Good. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have okay. them answered immediately. Okay. Who is your daddy and what does he do? I'm sorry? Who is your daddy and what does he do? I'm sorry. I didn't hear this. Can you say it again, please? Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is my daddy? Yes. Okay. And who are you? This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I'm not a nigger. Who are you? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, please. It's so nice to hear. I can't hear you. Please try to call back, okay? Yeah. Him still on the line. Cool. <laughs> cool. Oh my god. I hope they ruin your shawarma sandwich next time you go there. Uh, you know what? I haven't had a shawarma in a long time because I've on Atkins. Me neither. Well, them though. No. Um. What else? What kind of pizza you got there? That's pretty good radio. This is a uh, pizza. It's got a bunch of different types of meat on it. Is it a meat lovers? A meat trio, I think it's called. A meat trio. Big fucking deal. That sounds like it'd be delicious. It is uh, delicious looking. I'm waiting for it to cool, though. So as to not get blisters on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pizza cooler. I don't know, man. What's going on this week? You got anything going on? Uh, this week? No. I don't think so. Well, this uh, week I'm continuing my learning process in the short order arts. I'm actually trying to work on this project today. I researched it a little bit at work today, but I'm going to use my MacBook Pro to try boot into Linux, Mac OS X, and Windows 8. It's going to be really, really cool. I've already had a tri-booting system before, but uh, I need it back because I want to learn more Linux. And, uh, you know, uh, one of my bosses at work promised me that uh, he'll be putting me on some kind of support when I do. And uh, that'll be fun. So uh, what else is going on, man? Uh, you want to you check out what else is in the news right now, or do you want to get Nate on? What? It seems like there was something 
Oh, yeah, so that Batman thing that happened. Um, a lot of people are calling it a tragedy. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you go by the definition of tragedy, that's what it is. But, in my opinion, they should be calling it a terrorist attack. Or, I, in, my, in my mind, a tragedy is like a car full of children, like, losing control and going off the road on accident. Why can't, why can't it also be a tragedy in addition to being a terrorist attack? Um, I guess it could, but just to hear it not called a terrorist attack yeah. frustrates me. And also the fact that they keep talking about it, it is, I imagine, spawning, like you said, that, that guy who did it today, it's, it's they're glorifying it. They need to stop talking about it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't the think president they need to... had the flags lowered to half staff. And I think that should be... I don't think not talking about it will stop further things like this in the future. Uh, I feel like crazy people will always be crazy people and... It, well, that plays in with violence being so prominent and... and do, you, do you think the, the violence... The arts right Do you now. think violence in the media and arts is directly to blame for this kind of thing happening? It's maybe not directly to blame, but I, it's a big part of it. I mean, we're, we've got... Our, the idea, well, so America has the idea that, like, nudity and sex is, like, the worst thing ever, but violence is just fine, and they'll show, you know, well, crazy shit on movies, and, you know, you go to fucking France, and it's the opposite. So what you're saying is, you would say that if they were to do something to censor violence in the media... Things like this wouldn't happen. It'd be less, I think. You yeah. think it'd be less likely? This I, I disagree with you. I think like this, these kind of things are going to happen regardless. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's just what I feel. I don't feel like censoring is going to do anything. First of all, I feel censoring is ineffective because you can't really. It's not effectively censoring. Censor. It's just lessening it. How? Taking it down a notch. How? how I you mean, don't need to have fucking buildings blowing up and to prove a point in a movie. I mean, how many movies, how many, like, classic movies are non, like, extremely, or not extremely violent? Most of them. That's how many. That might be true. I'm um, not for censorship, but I'm not also not for the glorification of... Okay, that's fair. Crazy violence. That's that's fair. I uh, will say that I love Boondock Saints and like Fight Club, but I mean, I don't feel like you can really have that stance because then Boondock Saints and Fight Club type style movies are not going to be produced in the future. Well, that's fine. That I've been exposed to it. It's just a matter of is it time to like take it down? Is it affecting everything? Uh, I don't think, I don't think the release of the Boondock Saints or Fight Club is really gonna change somebody's mind if they want to shoot up a movie theater. That's just my perspective. What do you guys think? Please give us a call. 609-36-BALLS. Do you think uh, not glorifying violence in the media will have an effect on this kind of thing? Let us know. We want to hear from you. Alright. What do you think, John? You want to talk to Nate? 
Yeah. You ready? Uh, okay, let me uh, let them know we're ready to go. Um, yeah, storm, is he a storm chaser or is he a meteorologist? Storm chaser. But, I mean, you have to kind of be both, but you can ask him. I want to be a freaking storm chaser. Uh, ever since Twister, actually, I've... Uh, That's a really good movie. really liked the idea of... Uh, like, even when it rains out here, I've got a balcony with an overhang. I'm on the second floor. So, uh, when it storms, sometimes it's not windy, and I can just sit at... Like, for instance, last week... Oh, there he is. Hello. Hello. Is Hello. It, is this Nate? Yes. Cool. Glad to have you on the show. Welcome. Welcome to the Super Chills podcast. Thank um, you for being here. Thanks for being on, dude. We've been looking forward to you for a long time. Um. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you want to uh, start? Uh, I I guess introduce yourself, Nate. Uh, introduce. Uh, I don't know if you have any credentials or. Anything like that, or what you do, and just let the people know what you're about. Well, I'm actually a nature photographer. Um, actually, in school right now for both meteorology and a couple other degrees. I'll end up with probably a book full of degrees by the time I'm done with everything. But that aside, um, my storm chasing is mostly for just enjoyment and some of it for research. Um. So, uh, do you, um, do you, like, report to anybody? Are you doing this for anybody, or do you just do it for yourself? Uh, most of it's just for myself. It's a, it's a hobby. Expensive hobby, but it's a hobby. It's an awesome hobby. It's definitely something I've been interested in with a, for a long time. Crazy Thanks weather. The, Weather's... The, the, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. Uh, the best way I put it as, um, it's many hours of sheer boredom punctuated by... Small snippets of sheer terror. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of what kind of terror? What kind of things have you been through? What, what's give us like some of the I don't know like top five or, or maybe what's just maybe some things that are memorable. Well, definitely definitely some of the most memorable stuff is driving through a hailstorm and cracking our windshield and having it fall through the car. Wow, that's uh, another one would be seeing trees flying across the street as a tornado went about seven hundred feet in front of us. Another one would be getting stuck in the mud and almost being killed by tornado. Wow. Uh, there's, there's quite a few there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, vehicle do you drive? Uh, it's similar to a van that the hotels would use. Oh, uh, like it's a, a us. conversion van type? Yeah, it, it van. put as many people as you can in to keep costs down yeah. kind of thing. So uh, what what would you say is the actual realistic value of the movie Twister. How close is that to reality? Uh, don't even start with me on that one. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I love that movie. We, we actually, I mean, that's sort of, I mean, for me at least, and I think John too, when we think of storm chasing and that kind of uh, field, that's kind of what we think of. So. Yes, and it's a fallacy, to, to be honest. It's nothing like that. Okay. Uh, I understand it. it's a, it's a, Overdramatization of it. If that's a word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is now. So, it's a word. so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a Twister is just more of a over-the-top drama for what storm chasing sort of is. And so, but they've got right 
but a lot of the science side they got wrong and it's been a number of years since I viewed it, so I couldn't go into detail as to what they got wrong, but I know that a majority of the science in the movie is actually wrong. Wow. That sucks. That's Hollywood for you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the only... I mean, the, the, I guess the swagger is that it was so successful, and, uh, you know, uh, that's pretty much the only way people know of, you know, that kind of thing, because there isn't another media that's that great. No, there, there wasn't. And I, I will say something about it, though. It did spark a new generation into weather, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, we, we in the meteorology field needed things like that back in the early 90s. There was a, a lack of interest uh, for both the research and operational side for meteorology. Wow. So what kind of equipment do you use? Yeah, how do you how do you track these things? While oh, you're, uh... a number of things. Uh, our main our main thing is we have a series of cell phone boosters in the van, and we use three G, two G, and four G connections to get data. Uh, we've got a program called GR Level Three, which is by Gibson Ridge, and it allows us to connect to NextRad radar sites throughout the entire U.S and view their radar images uh, in real time or close to real time. A scan takes about five minutes, so you have to take that into consideration that you are seeing about a five-minute delay of what's actually happening in the storm. Wow. Why is, it so, why is it so much? Why is it five minutes? That's mostly because of how the radar works. Uh, and to give the short version of it, a cone-shaped beam goes out, hits some sort of particles, usually rain or hail, and comes back. Wow. The wave operates at the speed of light, so the radar is able to determine, based on the degree that it was set at, height degree, uh, it starts at 0 0.5 and goes up from there, I think, to 14 or 15. I'm can't, not really too sure. It goes up a, a good degree. And... Uh, is able to tell you approximate height and distance from the radar site that that particle was on, and then it gives you a computerized image of how reflective that object was. And given that information, we're able to see different structures in the storm and the structure that we want to see for, for good storm chasing. So I would ask you, um, what percentage would you say of your, your adventures are... What percentage is thrill-seeking, and what percentage is educational for you? Uh, it's always educational. Wow. Uh, I will say that for storm chasing, and storm chasers are always out there to learn more. And people who want to get into the hobby, I would recommend trying to contact, either go on a tour group, contact a meteorologist or student that you know that is in the meteorological field and try to chase with them before you do it yourself. Uh, and that's mostly just because if you don't know what you're looking for out there, don't know what you're doing by a storm, you will get yourself killed. Yeah, you're just walking into a, a you're shit storm. Into <laughs> if you, if awesome. you will. <laughs> well, we already got a lot of your pictures online and they're very, very impressive. I put them up myself. Uh, but uh, I was going to ask you, John was actually touching on this earlier, what's going on with our weather right now? What's going on with these super storms that we're having that are just uh, microbursts of storms? What's going on with that? Uh, most of it's just dying storms. They hit, they hit this area of the, of, of the Chicagoland region, and they seem to die. 
it's a unknown phenomenon, really. Microbursts themselves are just a rapid collapse of the downdraft. So or it's just a rapid collapse of the storm, storm causing a major downdraft. A downdraft would then push out the winds we feel at the surface by the storm. So when it when the storm starts to collapse and produces a microburst or a macroburst, we end up getting those really severe winds. Yeah, yeah. for like 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, they, they can last a while. Uh, I, I was actually out driving in the one that hit uh, Wheaton and uh, Naperville about a couple weeks ago. I, I was actually driving in that same storm. I was watching the clouds. I, you know, I saw the blue sky and then a line of white clouds and then just almost black sky and then it, we went from going 65 miles an hour to 25 miles an hour because it sounded like small rocks just yeah you're getting hit by hail um i think the largest report of hail was one inch wow. but a number of places got uh, 0.5 inch and <laughs> 0.25 inch hail that's amazing, dude. So what 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 is what has to happen for us to get some steady rain? Because I'm a fan of like large storms that last a long time that aren't necessarily too aggressive. That's what I want. What can we do to have that back? Well, we need to get rid of this ungodly monstrous high that's been formed out in the central southern U.S. And I'm sure everybody's experienced it because it's given us the 100-degree-plus temperatures, and it's just not been fun. No, it, it hasn't. Actually, no. uh, I haven't had electricity for maybe the last month, um, and it hasn't been fun to sleep at my apartment. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really... I, I can only imagine your pain. <laughs> yeah, it's been really, really rough, and it's really not even the heat, it's the humidity. So, I mean... Yes, that, that's, that's the majority of it. it Every, high high temperatures aren't really the issue. It's when you have high temperatures and a lot high humidity, that's when stuff gets dangerous. Right, and everything's good now, but I mean, I can totally see it. I just really wish, I really miss, not just in the, in, the, in the summer like right now, but I also love snow when it just snows all day long. Um, and, well, you know, that actually raises something that's, that plays into the whole thing. We've, we had... We've had a record number of high temperatures this summer, and also it was like the warmest winter in like seven years. Yeah, I really yes. wish the yeah Nate, like I really wish the winter was cold, and I really wish we had lots of snow all the time instead of no snow most of the time. And then when it did snow, we got like a huge storm, and that's it. Yeah, um, the best way that I could say this is this winter, if if the patterns in the world go the way they're going. We're looking at an El Nino type of winter, which for us generally means drier and warmer conditions than a typical winter. So where would I have to move to experience a winter that I want? Alaska. Uh, yeah, probably Alaska. <laughs> That's about right. Um, Damn it. Does it have, do you think, anything to do with the solar flares? Because I've heard conflicting things. I've heard that it has nothing to do with it. I've heard it has everything. Solar flares and what happens on the ground, I really don't know enough about to really say much, other than that the correlation between us getting all this heat and the lack of rain or the warmer and drier winter that we may get versus the impacts of the solar flares and the solar activity, there really isn't much to say to correlate the two. So it, Most of it has to do with 
the El Nino or La Nina patterns in the Southern Pacific. Yeah. So this, this isn't even climate change or global warming or anything. No, this is this has happened before. It happened in 1936. It's happened in 19, I want to say 88. Could be in 86, 88. And I think we, most of us were around for 95. I don't know if anybody's remembered that. I but don't remember it myself. We had heat, in, heat indices of an excess of 120 plus during that heat wave in 95. Oh, God. Well, I guess that gives me a little bit of hope for uh, maybe next summer. Yeah. Um, if I could actually type, I'm on my iPhone for this. Uh, if I could type, I'd send you guys a link um, from the drought monitor in the U.S., and it has maps of where severe drought conditions have happened. And it shows every year for the last 120 or so years. And it's rather interesting to see the decade-by-decade decade decade patterns. And it has information about how each winter correlated with the summer's droughts. Yeah, I actually would really like to see that. Um, after uh, you get off the phone, if you would... Uh send us an email with that. Uh, we could uh, post it up on the website after the show. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to. Uh, you know, you, you could email me personally or the, or the radio show. I don't know if you have the show's email, but I know you've got mine. Um, yeah, I'll just email you, Frank. That's, yeah. uh, it's, I think that, that means it's a good time to remind everybody the ways to get a hold of us. Yep. And uh, <laughs> the Storm Chaser. If you have any questions, uh, you can give us a call at 609-36-BALLS. Drop us a line at uh, SuperBallsPodcast at Gmail. Uh, the phone number you can text or call. Or uh, get on the website. Type something in there. Um, so I've got a question for you. Um, do you prefer Reed Timmer or uh, Casey, uh, what's his name? Sean Casey. <laughs> I, don't know what okay. I don't know what that is. Uh, he's referring to Discovery's can since canceled show called Storm Chasers. Awesome show. Uh, yes, I was a, I was an avid fan of it. Um, and while yes, kind of going back to the Twister thing, it's built up on drama. What you saw on the show was yes, they're storm chasing, but yeah, but Sean Casey's just trying to make a movie, and he's and freaking out the whole time. Reed it kind of disappoints me because yeah. some of the best experiences I've had storm chasing have been what. You never got to see on the show, which was the food. <laughs> a number of years ago, we were out and we had no storms, no rain even. And so we decided, what's better to do in Texas than go on a brisket crawl? Damn, I want to go to brisket crawl. I want to go and right now. And we had four or five different types of brisket from six different places, and it was just great. We buy a half pound for the ten or so of us that was there, and go from restaurant to restaurant trying a little bit of brisket. Damn it! And it was just, oh my god, it was so good. (laughs) Really, 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 really quick. I want to let people know. I I think it's kind of important. uh, Oh, we got a hold of Nate. Um, Nate and I were coworkers. I worked for the same shitty company. (laughs) (laughs) Same shitty boss. Oh my god. I don't want to say what that is or where it was or who, who we're talking about, but uh, good old times were with Nate working together. He was my boss at some point, and uh, he's got really strong leadership, that kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders, and uh, I don't know. 
What else you got, John? Um, what, what else do you want to know? I had one question I forgot about. Here. Oh, while you're thinking of the question, I'll go back to uh, Reed Timmer versus Sean Pace. Yeah, Reed Timmer and Sean Pace. Reed Timmer show I would never have liked as a person. Reed Timmer... No, he's I'm a, he's always, a spaz, but he's yeah. a person is an actual decent human being. Uh, I have never had the pleasure to meet Sean Casey, but if I ever did, I would probably want to shake his hand. See, he's, and he's not even necessarily a storm man. chaser. He was just there. Filming. <laughs> he was an IMAX filmmaker. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think he had formal knowledge in meteorology, but I could be severely wrong. I well, he, he was writing, he was uh, reference or not referencing, but he was shooting back and forth with that, um, Doppler on Wheels team. Yes. And uh, they were, like, calculating everything and sending it to him, and it was, like, at some points it'd be like, all right, well, we're not listening to you guys. We're going to take our, you know, experience and either fuck it up or get the shot. <laughs> but I thought it was a great show. I, and yes. I, I don't know. I, I'm i on Sean Casey's team. I, uh, anytime Reed Timmer was on the TV, it, it made me mad because he just was spazzing out all the time. I, I, yeah, I, again, I'll go back to the fact of Reed Timmer on the TV show, I would never like. Reed Timmer is an actual person in real life when you've actually got to meet him. Yeah. is a human being. Yeah, I could believe that. I, uh, we met him on a stone chase this year. We were out in Scott City, Kansas, and mm -hmm. waiting for initiation. And Scott City is not a very big place. It's this little three-block by... Five block town. There's not a whole lot of places you can be and not be. So seeing seeing Timmer pulling into the same gas station with us and changing ideas as to what was going on and finding out that both of us had no clue was a sure sign. That's pretty rad. I mean, I'd, I'm not going to say I wouldn't love to meet him. And also, I obviously watched the show enough to remember. I mean. You know, played a huge part in the damn thing, so. I like the show. <laughs> I guess that's, uh... Yeah. That I wish it wasn't thing. canceled, too, but at the same point, I can see where Discovery is coming, coming through on it and saying that well, it was ratings on for, were suffering and a bunch of other stuff, so... It was on for five or six seasons or something like that. Yeah, five I, seasons. So it definitely made it past the line of a lot of shows. Yes. There were uh, enough people interested in it. Yeah, we because that did much better than most of the shows on Fox. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? Uh, what are we supposed to do in the case of a twister? Like, is there is is tornado? Like, do we hide? Do we do we go under a tree? How does that work? What do we do? Well, if you're inside, the best thing to do is you go to the basement if you have one, or seek the most interior room, like a closet or a bathroom. Try to find a room that doesn't have a window. Uh, reason for that is winds from a tornado will blow your windows out and that glass will go flying in places and if you're in that room you're going to get hit by it. Same thing with exterior walls. If the roof is torn off your house, your exterior walls no longer have support to hold them and they go too. So if you're in a room that has an exterior wall you may lose that wall. So finding an interior room if you don't have a basement, is the best thing to do. Basement, by far, is the best. If you're outside and you're driving, 
you need to do a couple of things. You need to either A, if you can see the tornado, stop, get out of your car, go to a ditch. Never seek shelter underneath an underpass. Uh, Winds are actually amplified underneath underpasses. So you may have a 80 mile an hour wind and all of a sudden that jumps to 120 because you're underneath the underpass. Wow. Uh, I don't, I never, I never knew ditches were so readily available. (laughs) Most, 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 um, highways have a ditch on the side of the road. Usually it's a, a water ditch that it's there just for runoff from rain, but they exist. Wow. there's absolutely no ditch, then you just want to at least get out of your car because the tornado or the winds, rather, from the tornado, they're picking your car up. And if you're in it, you're going to have something something harmed. So what you're saying is get out of the car, go under your car. <laughs> no, don't go under the car. <laughs> no, he's saying out, try to outrun the store, storm in your Geo Metro. Okay, so you're saying, okay, you can see the tornado. You're going to get out of your uh, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Run outrun it on foot instead of on wheels. <laughs> Try to find an outhouse. Uh, okay, I got you. Thanks for the info. I mean, I. Did, um, it's I, I've met a number of people who have no clue what to do in that type of situation, and with me having come from a completely opposite field than meteorology, I understand it, and I go, okay, you know. I understand that the weather service doesn't know how to talk to human beings. Nope. They just they uh, just try and get you with their loud beeps to scare you, but they don't help you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I understand the public not knowing necessarily what right. to do. Right. I mean, if the electricity so goes out, electricity goes out, you're not going to get a warning anyway. Because you're yeah, not going to be able I, to... I haven't been too impressed this year by um, by gotta, our washable warning ratio. It's there has been, to be a better warning. I think, because there's not a very great warning. There was a very large debate going on within the weather community about our current weather watch and warning system. And there's a lot of people on the fence about making a new set of conditions. There's another set saying that the conditions we have are as good as they're going to get and that no other introduction of new warnings or watches will fix the problem. It's really just a mess. What yeah. they need to do is they need to develop technologies that get away from the weather watch criteria and just give the public a better idea as to what's actually happening. Um, so, yeah, basically you've got all these meteorologists on TV, with the exception of Tom Skilling. I've, uh, I've found myself listening to him a lot. But even but him, they're all, you know, they've, for the past three days, they've been telling. I've been carrying a raincoat around my backpack. I'm a, a bicycle rider, so I, uh, I've been going to work with a raincoat, because they're all saying, "Yeah, expect occasional strong thunderstorms starting at 8:15, 8:30, and it doesn't rain at all." How can you be a meteorologist and not be accurate as often as possible? It, like, is it all just computer models, or is it... A good majority of it is computer models. Uh, the new wave of technologies that is coming through is called probabilistic modeling, which is basically forecasting each hour based on probabilities and the data from the last couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, 
I want to say there's actually an app that's on the iPad right now that deals with some of these technologies, but I do not know the name. I know I've come across it, though, in random searching. Something along the lines of uh, predict your own damn forecast. Well, the problem with it is it, you have broadcast meteorologists, say on Fox or WGN, and they have to predict for the entire Chicago land area. Right. What they end up having to do is they have to word everything in such a way to say that there could be storms, whereas these storms are within a couple hundred thousand square mile area. Yeah, to say that storms that happened is, you know, storms happened somewhere in this area. You're never going to really know until maybe about an hour, usually a little less than that, but usually an hour or two in advance before a thunderstorm may happen. And that's about as accurate as you're going to get it until it actually forms. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, it's better than closing your eyes and throwing a dart at a dartboard. Usually we have an idea as to where they may form. We'll say northern northern Illinois counties or... Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Things they, of those sorts. They'll say Cook County... Them. And I'll think, oh, well, I'm getting a storm, but it turns out it's, a, you know, a 15-minute storm on the southwest side of Cook County. And I'm on the far northwest side. Yeah. I just, uh, eh, I don't know. I guess I really don't care. Rain, I'm not going <laughs> to melt, so. Yeah. Rain we get. So, all right, Nate. Um, well, I'm, I guess I'm going to leave it open to... Um, the listeners to go ahead and comment on the website or on the Facebook to see if they want to get in touch with you. Uh, and uh, do you have anything for us? Any questions or anything? Uh, no, I've actually missed most of the show up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> it you know, wasn't you anything. But... Around, that's fine. Otherwise, <laughs> you can hit the little red button and get rid of me. But, um, you know, I wouldn't mind uh, if you guys have a better way of on. Uh, Letting us know how to where, where this thing is streaming because uh, got you guys on Facebook and I've now got the website. But well, we actually you know the YouTube button. <laughs> we always had a website and it was never as functional as we would have liked it. But I personally have gone in within the last uh, week or so and with very little time have been able to make something where you can listen to the show. But uh, we always link from Facebook if, if everything else fails. And, and I mean, there is a way. You know, I, I would personally Facebook. invite you to come up with us and, and podcast from our studio. You know, that, that'd be cool, too, if you're available. Or um, if we could do a remote podcast. Yeah, or if we could do a remote podcast. It'd be cool if we could do a, a remote podcast. Maybe we could do it, like, meet in the middle between Naperville and, like, where, I mean, I guess you're in that area. We're here in, like, the Arlington Heights area. We could maybe meet okay. in the middle and maybe maybe our old workplace for ha- for ha-has. I don't think they'd be too happy with us. I don't care. I mean, Where I don't think... did you guys work at? I can't tell you. Tell me... I'll tell you off-air. Yeah, preferably off-air. Does please. anybody still work there that, that uh, was our co-workers, Nate? Um, very few. Mostly the, the older folk are still there. The younger ones have since gone on. Yeah, I'm not surprised. stayed around and... That's great, but yeah. we've had a, a large influx of new people. Well, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't say. So, all right, man. Well, I'm going to let you go because um, I know we have a, a, so, uh, another person that wants to give us a, a jingle. 
And uh, yeah. if, if you want to listen, we have a Ustream app on the iPhone and iPad. Yeah, let me go grab that while we're actually talking. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, just look up the Super Balls uh, podcast. Or, I mean, I can link you. You know where to find me. And then uh, I can just link you. And, uh, yeah, dude, just uh, give me a holler, and I'll make sure you can listen to us. Even on the iPhone okay. or iPad, okay? Yeah. All um, right, man. I'll definitely get that throughout monitor information for you guys for your site. Yes. It's a very good read. Please do. I'm uh, actually really looking forward to looking at that. Yeah, and then within the next couple of days, you'll be able to see... You'll be able to hear this broadcast on iTunes, uh, in the iTunes store. All right, Nate. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I thank appreciate you for it. Me. All Look right. Look forward to talking to you again. We'll see you next time. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Bye-bye. All right. See ya. And that was Skype. John, what'd you think? He's a cool guy. I, uh, I'm really interested in uh, doing that type of thing. I didn't know you had a friend who uh, did that. Yeah. So, uh, definitely. We'll have to keep in contact. Um. We actually had another caller that wanted to call in, our great friend Samantha. Uh, Samantha? Wait, which is Samantha? From the UK, the conspiracy That's... expert. Yeah, cool. That cool girl. She's she's She wanted to call in. She did call in, but I, I had a decline at the time for what Nate. What an asshole. I'm sorry, Samantha. <laughs> oh, oh, there <laughs> she is. Ha, ha. Hello, Samantha. Hi, how are you? How's it going, Samantha? (laughs) Welcome back. Can you hear me or do we have another bloody delay? (laughs) We have a little bit of a delay, I think, but we can hear you. Yeah, oh, good. Um, Yeah, how are things over there in Chicago? Oh, very good. Hot, hot and sticky. See, it's been raining here for 92 days straight and we've just had a bit of sun. Isn't it, like, historically always raining, though? Yes. Uh, historically, the UK is known for rain, fog, and grey. Yeah. That's about it. Do you want to trade? <laughs> we could yeah, use some. gladly. We're but in a drought right now. It's up to 30 degrees. 30 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius? Uh, well, about 80 degrees Fahrenheit. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, beautiful. That's, Perfect. That's, be- <laughs> that's actually a nice temperature. We're- yeah, no, it's, it's been really nice, but it's, it's now going to go a bit crap. Um I know we've had the uh, Olympics today. I was just going to say, why aren't London. you at the opening ceremonies? Yeah, do you know, I actually missed it because I was down the pub drinking. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I went out for sushi with some friends and we went down the pub and had a few drinks and had a look at some of the ceremonies going on. But I've got it recorded, so I'm going to watch it you know, at my leisure, as it were. But um, from what I hear, it was absolutely amazing. So um, I'm up in London tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to have a bit of an investigate uh, around, go to a few pubs and see what's happening around there. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. Um, I'm going to have to download it or something. I, I was actually, I didn't even realize that it was today until uh, I, we asked one of our friends to come to this broadcast and he told me. Yeah, can you believe this guy? I was like, God damn it, I'm can, missing the <laughs> opening series. Can you believe this guy? We invite this guy, a friend of ours, to podcast. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll plan to be there. And then guess what? Then he's Dude, watching the Olympics this instead. This only happens once every four years. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a bit mad, really, round here. I mean, um, we actually, you know, like you have, I'm not sure, you know, carpool lanes out there. Yeah, carpool. Um, we well, don't have yeah, over here, here we've either. now got Olympic lanes, which is um, obviously just for the athletes to be used. And if you drive in that Olympic lane during uh, usage hours, you'll get fined about two to three hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Ugh. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's how the carpool lanes here work, too. And I just, by the way, uh, just for your reference, I looked up Fahrenheit to Celsius, because you're measuring by Celsius. Our temperature here is somewhere around 37 or 38 degrees, what you'd be used to. Yeah, I know. I've got friends in Amarillo in Texas, and they keep keep telling me how hot it is out there. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, but it's crap over here. But no, past couple of days over here have been really nice weather, but besides that, it's literally been like... Noah whinged about 40 days and 40 nights of rain. We've had 94 days, 94 nights of rain. So don't know what Noah was getting all that utty about, really. Wow. That, that's amazing. So so what else are you doing? I mean, I mean, I think if we were there, as much as we like to maybe say, hey, where were you for the Olympics? I mean, we would be at the pubs too. Am I right, John? Uh, if I could be at the bar, like, every day, I probably would be. John and I, or I mean, Regardless, at least. Olympics or not. If I was at the bar right now, I'd totally be watching. John's game. already drinking right now. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was driving, so I only had one drink, but it's still, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that drink. It What's was just, up? you know, socializing with a few friends, and every time we walked back into the pub, had a look at the TV, it's like, no, yeah, Olympics are still going. It's been <laughs> for hours, absolutely hours. It's mental. Yeah. What uh, what kind of beer do you guys have in the, the, bar, the pubs? Uh, real beer, I call it. Ameri- I, I know out there you have, um, obviously, like, your calls and your calls. Like, over here we have, like, proper, um, what do we have? Carlsberg. Uh, we've got Scrumpy Jacks. Um, Scrumpy Jacks. We've, we've got so many different ales. I mean, I'm not really a beer girl. I'm more of a wine girl. Oh, um, what kind of wine do you like? What kind of wine? I'm actually a wine person myself. Uh, See, so I'm a rosé drinker. Okay. Love a bit of rosé. It's always good. Yeah. Um, but no, we've got so many different beers and ales, Carlsberg, um, Carl, yeah, Carling Black Guinness, very famous I Irish love drink. Guinness. I'm wearing a, a Guinness hat right now, like Yay. no joke here. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to you if you <laughs> yeah, want. Cool. Hold on, yeah. let me see. It's kind of dark in here. So we like to. Oh, sorry. I'll, you, uh, I'll, yeah, send it across, and I'll definitely have a look and have a <laughs> chuckle at that. Did you ever but, drink uh, Samuel Smith? No. Oh. It's the only English beer that I. Know. I really want to try one English I've never beer. Heard of. <laughs> I really want to try the English the English drink experience. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's actually a pub in London that I go into. It's called the Sherlock Holmes. Um, and it's just really cozy, an old, like, 1900s pub in the middle of London. Um, really, really cool, you know, quirky I, kind of pub. I find myself really falling in love with the charm of London, especially in certain movies. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is definitely one of them, but... Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, have you ever seen... Um, not Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> have you ever seen... Um, uh, what the hell is that movie? Um, it's got Johnny Depp in it, and it's a musical. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, Yeah. I'm actually going to see the place we need to tomorrow oh, uh, with my sister as a birthday present surprise. So, I'm so yeah, jealous. I'm, I'm going to see it in theater tomorrow as in, um, yeah, <sighs> not movie, but theater production. Oh, I'm so jealous. You have no idea. Your sister's very lucky. Yeah, she bloody is. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome. It's, star- it's got Michael Ball in it. I don't know if you know him. I do. I do. He's very yeah, talented. Yeah. It's starring Michael Ball wow. and a few other people. Wow. It's meant to be really good, really gory. Um, a British comedian is also starring in it as well. So it what, should be a really what, good production. What part does Michael have? 
Michael Ball is um, plays Johnny Depp's character. Oh, uh, Sweeney Todd or uh, Benjamin Barker? Yeah, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, no, he plays Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Wow. So Love it. I'm quite comfortable with that because I was in I was also in London last weekend seeing Wicked um, as a birthday present for my mum. Yeah, that actually um, I think that started here in Chicago. I think that's where yeah, it originated. It it was definitely a New York show that's now gone to like over here, Canada, Japan. Yeah. Um, it, it's such a good show. The music's amazing. Such a good show. And then after that, we decided, well, oh, let's go see The Wizard of Oz. So we did two shows one day. You know, it's it weird. It's awesome. I've never seen The Wizard of Oz, but uh, when I was going to college downtown a couple of years ago, uh, I used to pass by Wicked every day. Like, every day I passed by the Congress Theater where they had mm-hmm. Wicked. Or not the Congress, it was the Oriental Theater. Did you ever go in and see it, or have you not seen it? No, you know, like, at that time I was single, (laughs) so I really didn't have have too much motivation to go in and see it. Plus, I was, you know, very busy. Because I think when I was done with school, I just wanted to get out of downtown Chicago because uh, it's just uh, a lot of... um, A lot of awesome... No, it's, it's not. Too it's not a lot of awesome. It's just. It's, it's very. I'm very. I was very tired by the end of the day, and it's very polluted and lots of crime. Yeah. There's people trying to oh, rape really? me. I would try to rape you. Everybody tries to rape me, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Um, I'm at the minute. I'm around my parents' place because obviously it's closer to my sister's. Oh. Uh, and then we, obviously I get the train tomorrow. We'll, we'll try not to make you laugh too hard. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. They're in a completely opposite end of the house, so it doesn't matter. Because normally I'll be at my place, but yeah. it's like like twelve miles away, so I thought it'd be easier to come here. Um, and um, uh, oh, I've completely lost track of thought now. I, I mean, I'm literally I'll... in like a dark room, like talking on my phone. It's it's like really surreal to talk to you guys. I want to um, say it's awesome because this time we don't have any almost any delay whatsoever. Yeah, I know. I know it's it's, it's worked out so much better. Um, I think on my iPhone, just giving you guys a call from that, it seems to work better rather than talk to talk. Oh shit, gotta wait for the delay. Uh, talk to talk. Oh shit, delay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know if you know this, but. You know, we, we've actually, the show is bigger here than it is in the UK. I, I mean, obviously, that's, I think, something that you know. But you actually have a lot of fans from that are listeners to our show. People ask about you. And, I mean, people get... Shut a, up. No, seriously. Yeah, and people even get mad at us because, you know, we have actually not had too many shows in the last month. We've maybe had two. And, really, we used to do them every week. Uh, and, again, that's my fault. But, uh, I mean, I guess it's all of our faults. But... Yeah, I, it's, it's a... It's it's a combined Concerted thing. Concerted effort, yeah. But you know what? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, you always get busy, though, don't you? And it's hard to find time to, to fit things in. And obviously, with the time difference here, it's just fortunate that I was up really late and it's, like, yeah. really coming and up like, to end. And by the way, I don't know if you remember our other UK listener that used to call in a lot, Thomas. I don't know if you knew about him at all. I, I knew there was one guy that called after me and he'd sound completely stoned off his tits. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he was... <laughs> I, I, he's a weird guy, but, you know, he was kind of interesting. No, he was drunk and watching wrestling. He's That's... drunk, he likes to watch wrestling, kind of trashy. I mean, he, we liked him, but, like, what happened to him? We have no idea. So I guess, are people disappearing for the Olympics? <laughs> are they kidnapping <laughs> oh, this crap, guy? Yeah, I don't know. I think um, the Olympics is really obviously big here at the minute. Traffic is ridiculous where wherever you drive, really. But um, yeah, a lot of people are obviously getting involved with the Olympics because it's once in a lifetime thing over here in London. Um, so yeah, everyone's pr- pretty big and pretty hot on the Olympics. What is um what is the security uh, 
Oh, raid nearing wants me to say hi. What is the security like in uh, in England right or in London right now? Uh, well, I was in London last week, so obviously they were all gearing up and getting ready for the, the you know, the Olympics. Um, there was more police officers around. Um, it's not been too bad. You don't, well, I wasn't near the Olympic Stadium, but even just generally around London, there's a higher, higher amount of police um, patrolling and, and police vans and police cars. There's definitely, it's kind of like, hi, we're the police and we are here just to, just to let you know, we're checking up on you guys kind of thing. Um, but there hasn't been many like security breaches or anything. Although the company that are supplying the security underestimated, and they're now having to hire shitloads more uh, security guards, and it's costing billions. It's absolutely ridiculous. Wow. Um, Wait, so yeah. it's not the government? It's not like it's not the police that's doing security. It's an outside like uh, agency. Yeah, it's an outside. It's an outside security company. Were being hired in especially for the Olympics. That's to be crazy. I, I, I didn't know that that's how that worked. Yeah, no, it's nothing to do with the, the government, as it were. Surely the government are sort of involved, but it's just. Yeah, yeah I'm sure the money's coming from. And another thing I wanted to ask you, Samantha. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people, for example, before you guys got the Olympics to go over there, we were actually, Chicago was in the yeah, morning to get it. Yeah, you stole the Olympics. No, nah, they didn't steal it. Well, but, well, here, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people here had protests, and they, you know, would say that, you know, the Olympics actually are, you know, they cause damage to a city. They, they get a city indebted, like there's a lot of financial, and, and so not only is, is the city left in, in major debt, but the city sometimes is left almost in ruins because there's all these um, structures that are abandoned and all, all these things that are no longer used, and... Um, I'd really be interested to see, you know, maybe, you know, six months from now, what happens to all of the, the structures and, and, and things uh, in London that are, are no longer going to be used because, you know... Yeah, I know no, I agree. Well, at the minute, we've got five badass Olympic rings hanging from Tower Bridge. I saw um, that. That's the picture you sent me, right? Yeah, yeah. That's um, absolutely mental, so that'll take a while. But when I was walking through London last weekend, they were getting ready. We had, like, Al Jazeera Sports. They were wow. putting up a studio. Uh, you, I walked past, like, cranes and sets. And they're obviously just building lots of different things to keep people occupied and entertained during the Olympics along the South Bank, which is where Waterloo Station is. Um, but, yeah, it's just a bit manic, really. Wow. There's no, uh, no attacks or anything, though, right? There's a bit of a conspiracy about the Olympics and yeah, there's a, there's an Illuminati playing card where it's patronizing the, you know, some terrorist attack on the Olympics, but it's not actually very clear because I don't actually think it's the Olympics at all. It's something to do with uh, Japan. They thought it was Big Ben, but it was a earthquake in Japan. So, mm. but no, that's something that I'm obviously, you know, I, I do my sort of conspiracy thing and, so, um, so, Samantha, what time is it over there? Isn't it maybe 5 in the morning? No, it's 2.44. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to hear that. Are we keeping you awake? Um, well, of course, because I'm talking to you guys. Uh, so, therefore, yes, I'm awake. But um, <laughs> not in the sense that, you know, it's the weekend. It's not too bad. I haven't got to get up super early. I've just got to get up and then um, head to my sister's, head to London. Um, and then you're going to go see uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because most theatre things that I've seen is like 
Wicked, and obviously with the Devars, La Cage Fall, Priscilla Coin in the Desert, all musical stuff. But this is kind of like musical horror. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, like, I am very attracted to uh, the musical aspect of it, and like, I mean, that kind of thing. Uh, obviously, I saw the movie, and well, it was yeah. amazing because. You know, growing up as a kid, I mean, I didn't hear much about the UK. My idea of the UK was everything that I maybe seen in Mary Poppins, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people back. jumping into talk. Yeah, I was like, oh, so they're walking on the ceiling over in London, and I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure should watch Chuck Artists. <laughs> I'm sure, like over chimney sweeps. <laughs> I'm sure, in, you know, in the UK, you have growing up a certain perception of the, you know, the Americans. But yeah, I think we get along. I have a certain perception pretty of the well. Americans, uh, uh, my my uh, when growing up, my idea of Americans was obviously I assume like things like Saved by the Bell. <laughs> That's actually uh, so not that too far from the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But um, no, I I love coming over to America. I do come over as much as I can. I was in Texas in April doing a road trip, seeing some friends, and I'm back over in America in October um, wow. to Vegas to spend Halloween. That's Vegas. amazing. Well, if you find yourself in the states, around here in Chicago, at least you know we'll be able to we'll, we'll we'll let you stay with us. You don't have to stay with me or John. You can stay with, you know, Katie or Jackie or you know one of us, and you know we'll show yeah, you around I, here. I, I, there's a couple of places. Obviously, I've I've traveled quite a lot over America, but I've never been to Chicago. Uh, I'd love to go to Chicago. I'd Best also like to go to Boston as well. You. We've got some some really good sites. I mean, we've got like the the tallest building in the you know the Western Hemisphere. We've got the Art Museum. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, Na- Navy Pier. We've got a great music scene. We've got uh, unbelievable um, you know uh, pubs and, and bars in the city. You know, we've got a great party and club scene if you like that kind of thing. I mean, we have. Some, I feel like we've really got something for everybody. We've got a lot of great food also. Yeah, food is, yeah, I'm, I'm such a foodie. I <laughs> love to bloody... It's like I remember um, your mate on there talking about uh, fat skinny, being a fat skinny. Yeah, I'm a fat skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. is John, so I'm it works fat, out. Fat. No, <laughs> no, don't let John fool you. John is a fat skinny. He doesn't want to admit it, but he's he, he actually eats more than I do. And somehow yeah. I... Somehow I eat healthy, or I'm trying to eat I healthy. I just eat pizza and drink beer, yeah. I, I, I only eat a small can of tuna fish every day. And somehow, <laughs> somehow oh, I'm super God. overweight. I don't know how it works, but... I'm uh, sorry, but I, wouldn't, I don't trust fish from a tin. It's just not right. Well, yeah, that's I, fine. I, I don't either, but, you know, I, I don't have much of a choice to get thinner. I'll eat everything out of a can. Uh, Mm. But what's your like? What's your conception of London besides Mary Poppins? Obviously, no, I've oh, growing up as a kid. Lots of umbrellas. Wait, what's that uh, painting in the artist? Um, what is that? It was in Ferris Bueller's. Well, all, all I gotta say is, you know, growing up, there's a certain perception. But then, as an adult, when you get mature and you, you become a little smart, it, it changes. Well, I mean, I've had friends from the UK. Uh, obviously, I love a lot of the creative things that come out of the UK, a lot of the movies and media and music that come I out like of the, the UK. Accent. The Beatles changed mm. my life when I was in junior high. Uh, oh, I loved awesome. I loved all the Harry Potter books and movies personally. And I mean it really I'd love to visit there someday. I'm a huge avid avid fan of like James Bond. Uh, yeah. and like I mean those are trademarks for you you guys. I mean we'll never yeah, we, we, I guess that's so. not also, us. um have you seen the film Snatch? Snatch I have, hell I have. yeah. I have <laughs> Yeah, that is very 
my friends say to me, is that what London's like? I'm like, in some parts, yes, absolutely. <laughs> have you seen some train parts, spotting You before? do have people like that. That's that's what I want in London to be like. No, you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get involved with the, the gangsters of London, as it were. Um, but yeah, you do have people like that, like Vinnie Jones and, and stuff and... Are there other, yeah. are there, like, if you think about, like, the movie Euro Trip, are there really, like, soccer hooligans that will beat yeah, you to Green death? Yeah, Green Street hooligans. <laughs> Is that really true? Wait, what are those guys called? Those um, are the Manchester United uh, soccer hooligans. Yeah, no, what are they called, though? They're I don't know. Names. Samantha, what are those guys called? Hold on. I'll... Samantha? Oh, we just lost Samantha. Lost Damn it. Um... I don't know if she's calling us or we're calling her. Um, what the hell were they? Oh, um, no. Skype betrayed us. Skype, um, no. They're called... Uh, Dave Clark would know. Ask Dave. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm just going to ask Dave. I don't um, know. What the hell did they go? Where'd you go? Okay, hey, a uh, listener. Actually, the very first submission, topic submission... Ever on the website. Don't know who it's from. I don't know anything about it. It's a cool email though. It says you decide the topic. Colon. Talk about Riot Fest. I know I've talked about Riot Fest oh, a lot. There's but, Samantha uh, again. I'm not really. Uh... Hello, Samantha. We lost you. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think the mafia might have heard me and got pissed off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, you, the, the people like that. They are football hooligans. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys call it football, name, too. Yeah, uh, the they, football hooligans. Do they have other yeah. names? Do I have to be afraid? No, not at all. Not at all. If I walk into a pub and they're they're drinking, do I have to walk out? No, not at all. They're, uh, I actually witnessed some today down the pub. These guys have had way too much to drink, and they were just chanting football songs like they do in Eurotrip. It's very similar to that, but no, they're not there to cause a fight or anything. They're like, firm. hey, we're pissed. That's what they firms. Are they called firms, Samantha, or is this something that John just made up? I think it's something he's just made up. Yeah, that's what I'm no, thinking, no, too. I, heard of that one. <laughs> I read it, and I remember it in the movie. <laughs> Damn it. You're getting it from the I'm horse's mouth. Anyone, but... Samantha knows London more than any Wikipedia. Huh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was there last weekend, and I'm going there tomorrow. Well, later on today, as it were. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty clued up on London. I When I was in London last week, I walked 12 miles around London wow. with my mum. It was great just seeing all the sights, going to a few pubs, have a drink. Uh, go see a couple of shows. Your mom's awesome. She must be really awesome to be able to walk so 12 miles is a long way. My mom is the best mom ever. Um, me and her, we go on holiday. You know, I really appreciate my mom, and I obviously like to give back to her. So I took her on a trip to Lanzarote in the Canary Islands near Spain. Wow. Um, and it was to the point of where my mom's telling me to catch up drinking-wise. She's like, come on, you're lagging need to get yeah. drinking. I'm like, oh, mom, I can't drink this. Oh, it's too much. She's like, come on, you pansy. Wow. Do you want to yeah. trade moms? You are? Do you want to <laughs> trade moms? I'll trade you my mother if you want. No, no. I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite happy with my mom. But you don't know I'm my mom. Fat. You, might, I'm, I'm quite you don't want to trade for You, you might like my mom. mom if, you know, give it a try. I'm not disputing that at all, but I love my mom, so I think I'd stick with her. <laughs> Fine. I, it's like I can't even give my mom away to anyone. Frank used to walk into work 
be like, my mom's such a bitch. I fucking hate that bitch. I never say that about my mom. Samantha, here's the reality with I my mom. I couldn't either. My mom owes me thousands of dollars. My mom... Well, what did you give her that much? Why did I give her that much? Um, because yeah. I, as, a, as a young college student, I've always been very smart and worked very hard. And uh, I've yeah. lent her money. I mean... You know, even when I didn't haven't lived there, I've lent her lots of money and just to never see it get it yeah. paid back. And you know, there'd be times where she'd like say, "Oh, I'm gonna pay you back," and I I never would see it. So I mean, I, I pretty much count that money as gone that I'm never getting it. But at the same time, you know, it's your mom. It's my mom. You know, like, she brought you up. Who yeah. can I trust with my money? You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't trust anyone now as a result. I don't trust anyone anyway. I'm, I have little trust in people. Uh, uh, do you know what I just yeah. realized? Do you see us on Skype? Because I wasn't planning for that. Because I don't see you. What, uh, how, what do you mean see me? Like your video. I don't see you at all. I do not oh. see you. Which is good. It's not necessary. But do you see us? Because I was not planning to be on camera right now. I'm kind of well, no, I've, I've, I've not got you on camera. I've just got you on voice call. Good, good. Very obviously, I'm in my room. Oh, thank start. God. <laughs> thank God, because I'm not ready to be on camera. Right yeah, no, me neither, because like I said, I'm literally in a dark room in bed. <laughs> well, if, if you were on camera, it would just be dark. We wouldn't see anything. No, you wouldn't, yeah. So, yeah, just shut your eyes. That's what you'll see. Okay, That's good, it. good. I used to put a little piece... I don't know what kind of... Uh, if you even have a camera on your computer, I have a, I have a MacBook Pro, so it has yeah. a camera built in. So anytime I want to connect to Skype, sometimes it'll actually broadcast the video without me wanting it to. Oh yeah, that can be dangerous in some situations, I guess, if you leave your camera on. Yeah, and then like uh, we we you know we stream the show with UStream. I remember there was one one episode, one broadcast we did where this camera was on, and somebody would just say, "Yep, we can see Frank." Like I was like, "Fuck, how do I?" <laughs> So we ended. I ended up. We just taped some we just put, paper. Over we just put it. some paper over the the webcam. Yeah, yeah. What kind of yeah, computer do you have? Oh, do you know? I saw you guys on your website. You were saying about ideas for prank calls. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brilliant one. Uh, <laughs> some Australians did it. Um, basically, they had two sex lines, and they phoned up one sex line. And said, "Yeah, I want you to speak to my girlfriend. Would you hold on a minute whilst I get her?" They put her on hold phoned up a completely another company sex line, said to the girl, hold on, I just want to put you across to my girlfriend. And they literally put the two girls together. Wow, and they awesome. were literally talking to each other. Wow, like, that, that does sound you. amazing. I don't know if I have the capability to do that. I don't know, but it was freaking hilarious because obviously they were asking me, asking each other the same questions, so they're both reading off a script. How was your day? How was your day? What are you wearing? And then they both cottoned on and went, you called me, but... No, you called me. Ooh, and then the other one hung up, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Wow, that sounds great, actually. I wasn't even expecting something such a great idea, but we, we, if I can do that, I will do that, I guess. Yeah, I think it'll be hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so funny. But, um, you know, when you're watching, um, my, my Texan friend said to me about Euro Trip, they said, is that Euro what trip. London's really like? I'm like, yeah. That's pretty spot on. You know the guy that is completely pissed drinking and he's just talking gibberish on the bus? Yeah, yeah. He, I can understand what he's saying. Uh, well, I mean... You can understand. <laughs> there's certain movies... You have experience with uh, people <laughs> just getting shit-faced. 
Yeah, my parents used to own pubs, so I'm, oh, I've got many experiences with people that are pissed. Yeah, yeah there, and how they speak. <laughs> there's certain movies where an Englishman gets pissed off, and like you don't understand what he says. The last one of the last episodes we had, we were talking about Beer Fest. Have you seen Beer Fest? Yeah. And yeah. so like, there's the English team, and like the one guy says something like, "You're all coat and no trousers." <laughs> and then yeah. the other, and then the, they say something like plonker. Like I have no idea what, what that is. Plonker just means idiot. Oh, like, okay. idiot moron. Are you plonker? I like your guys' slang. Yeah, you, you guys are much more interesting than us because we don't have anything. No, it's yeah. just it's like the same five swear words basically, just in different orders. We don't yeah, have anything we, cool. We, do you know what div is? You got div, div. Div? No. What is that? Yeah, that means, that's the same thing, that's idiot. It's like, oh, you div. Oh, wow. i write this down. Yeah, like there, there are words, God, I can't really think of. never heard that yeah. before. Pratt, P-R-A-T-T, Pratt. Pratt? Again, means idiot. Wow. John, have you heard that before? No, see, we just have, like, okay, to call someone an idiot, we just say, like, dumbass or stupid ass. <laughs> or more like yeah we can we can call somebody a tool sometimes i that, call people a lot of people tools i feel like i feel like the word tool is more restricted to younger people and maybe hell no because you can you can throw stuff on the end of tool too you can say tool bag tool bag toolbox i've never heard tool bag or toolbox <laughs> yeah, what about prick yeah we use prick we yeah. use prick yeah Cunt. Oh, okay, Wait, you guys say cunt a lot, and that's awesome. <laughs> you guys also say twat, which A lot is cool. of people get really yeah, pissed American, off at the Americans say twat, twat really weirdly. Was it twat or is it twat? Twat. Oh. Twat. 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 I live in Chicago. I can't sitting on my iPhone saying twat. I heard twat, and I was like, what? Twat. Twat. Cunt. <laughs> we, we say cunt here, too. So many yeah, people get so well, mad at that well, word well, in the United well, States. Well, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's my favorite word because of that. Yeah. Well, I mean... I love that word, but I won't use it on the radio because my mom may listen to this. I don't know. Oh, no. But, uh, I'll tell her that I apologize if she ever hears it. I, I, if I knew your last... I don't mean to offend, but I, like... I don't know if she will. But, I was going to yeah. say, if I knew your last name, I would say, I'm sorry, Mrs., and then your last name, but I don't think I know it. Don't say uh, it. Don't say it. Um, don't say well, it. You, you I could. I don't know. It's up to you. John says don't say what? it. I'd say it's up to you, but I think it might be here if that's your if it's on Skype display. If you yeah, say your name it. out loud, okay. you're going to get a bunch of creeps like trying to get you on oh, yeah. Facebook. You know, that's something I try to warn you about, uh, Samantha, is like we attract a lot of very creepy people. Yeah, we're like a... We attract a bunch of scumbags. So, like, I, John, I don't know if you knew this, but like sometimes I'll leave Skype uh, on. I'm on... I'm on YouTube, so okay. yeah, I'm on YouTube, so I know all about facts. <laughs> yeah, on you know, YouTube. I sometimes I'll wait. Live what on... do you do on YouTube? Do you make things uh, and put them on YouTube? Yeah, I've, I've got my own channel, and I basically just make uh, lots of random videos. But I do a lot of like singing, parodies, uh, blogs, um, Why don't random clips. Send your channel to our email so that. Uh... We can put some of your Samantha, did you get my email? Uh, I want to give you access to the blog so you can post yourself on our blog and you can get our, our viewers or our listeners to also see your stuff. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know if I've got it yet. Um, 
I've, I've, I don't believe I have. I'll have to have another look, but if not... Um, I can resend you the invitation. It's basically, you get access to log into our blog, and you can actually put up whatever you want. I mean, I trust you with content, so you can put up any videos or, or information or anything you want and and you'll yeah. get our whole audience and that's what you get yeah yeah no, that's cool because what i'll do tomorrow in london is um, obviously it's probably going to be shit busy in london so i'll probably see if i can do like a mini blog oh or yeah do you have uh some sort of portable uh recording device like a portable like uh camcorder thing or like yeah, an iphone of course. even i've got about four <laughs> definitely bring it with you Record any yeah. of the crazy shit that's going on and send it to us. Yeah, we'll yeah, put it on air or, or we'll put it on the website. Or even you can put it up on the website. Because you know. I'll tell you right now, the United States media is the 77th most reliable in the country. So in anything that world. happens, or in the world, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything that happens, okay, did you, for instance, did you hear about the NATO summit that was in Chicago in May? Do you know, I haven't. I'm... Do you know, uh, I've not heard much about it. The only thing I've heard is obviously Barack Obama is running for president again. He's doing a George Bush. Well, um, but yeah, other than that, NATO, no. Basically, uh, NATO was in Chicago in May, May yeah. 20th, actually. Um, and there was this protest, and there was, uh, hold on, let me check and see if I can find the number of people. I, I, I want to say 5,000 people. Um, but one way or another, I marched down Michigan Avenue, which is, uh, they call it the Magnificent Mile. It's like one of the more, it's, it's the busiest street in Chicago. Yeah. And it was shut down because we marched from um, Grant Park all the way to um, McCormick Place, where NATO was having the summit. Mm. And uh, it was nonviolent. It was, it was beautiful. It was like... A, a, crazy moving thing like at the end of the march there was all of these iraqi veterans that were against the war who had their war medals with them and they gave you know they said what they had to say over a a pa system and Mm. then threw their medals towards the nato summit they denounced them and it was like one of the i don't know i almost cried like twice because of it and later it after they told everybody to leave, nobody decided to leave, and uh, it ended up getting a little violent. There were a lot of injuries. But I came home later that night, and for the first three minutes of every newscast, they covered the, the NATO summit and the protests. And yeah. it, uh, they basically said that it happened, and then they had the chief superintendent of the police, his name's Gary McCarthy, in Chicago, and yeah. they had him on on the air saying how proud of his officers he was, and like, in the meantime, they're showing you know these people getting beat with batons. But the fact of the matter is, they didn't really say anything that was really important. So yeah, basically, no. um, I uh, I've been uh, well, I've been carrying my camera around for a long time, but I've. Had been in the mindset that okay now, I realize that if anything ever happens, I have to record it, and you know either put it up on YouTube or on my Facebook, and essentially anything that has to be publicized that the mainstream media doesn't agree with has to be publicized independently or through like a you know a, 
a less than mainstream channel. So absolutely. If you ever find yourself in a situation like that, then we've got a good venue to like broadcast that type of thing. So. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I I completely understand it's because you. I think you'll soon be having the Bilderberg meetings and all that. But the problem with a lot of the mainstream media is they do just show what they want to show because obviously the people that run those companies exactly it's run by money. Just, they're just absolute assholes. It's like a friend. My friend is out in Afghanistan at the minute, and. Um, which he shouldn't be at all anymore since... No, this is what really pisses me air off. Air quotes, is the fact that, is over. You know, America, with the whole... To me, 9-11 was a catalyst to get... You yes. know, make it easier to go into Iraq. Yes. Which is what they did. And like I said, it was like, oh, we're going into Saddam Hussein, no Osama bin Laden, no oil, no to free the Iraqi people. I'm sorry, but if a whole bunch of Iraqis went over to America and say, oh, we're going to free you, you'd tell them to fuck off. It's true, yeah, quite frankly. Don't mess so it's with like, success. Uh, my if friend, it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. And my friend's out there, and he said, um, you know, I can sort of understand why we... Yeah. Oh, you're cutting out. Samantha, you're cutting out again. Have we lost you? Yeah, he's... Hello. Oh, are you losing me? Can you hear me all right? Oh, my, yeah, you could, now you're back. You cut out for a little bit there, but you seem to be back now. Uh, yeah, well, no, basically, yeah, my friend's in Afghanistan, and he basically says that, um, yeah, I can sort of understand why we're here. However, as soon as we leave here, it's going straight back to the way it was. Yeah. So there's really no point of them being there. Yeah, I had a friend who uh, did two tours in Afghanistan and said basically the same thing. They, they really liked, well, I, I shouldn't say all of them, but there were a handful of people who appreciated, you know, what was going on, but mm. in the, the the big picture of it, nothing's going to change there. And, Absolutely. And, and the fact of the matter is, I mean, okay, at least in America, you know, there's civil rights and there's human rights, but all of those are being violated by the government, like I said, because of, well, at least since 9-11. Yeah, so, exactly. It's like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Along with us giving up our rights, we're also taking the rights, or I guess anti-rights, non-rights, of other countries, which I don't know if you've ever heard of Ron Paul or not, but yeah. um, essentially he's, yeah, he's uh, trying to fix America, yeah. the, the, the country that the president is the president of, before he's trying to stick his nose into other people's business, which in my opinion, is pretty much what we're doing, not to mention the, the profiteering. Samantha, thing. most of the people like us, you, I, and John are going to vote for Ron Paul. Or if you were a citizen, obviously, you would vote for Ron Paul. I'm going to write Ron Paul in, yes. Well, this is, well, the problem is, is I was all for Barack Obama because he said he would do this. He so the truth were out. a lot of people, Samantha. And so you was know I. what? He lied. He lied to everybody. Yeah, but absolutely. Well, do you know that he's an ex-CIA agent? I didn't no. know that. I, did, I no. didn't know that either. Yeah. Barack Obama is an ex-CIA agent. So does that mean he has to be American? I'm not a, I'm not a birther. No, it, it, but no, it doesn't that... mean that he's American, but it just means that, because obviously the people that sort of rule the world are CIA, FBI, high-up Illuminati, you know, people that pull yeah. the strings, you know. Uh, and so Barack Obama is, again, like George Bush, 
but yeah, a bit more intelligent. I have not heard that he was CIA, but I have heard that he was uh, in, within right after he got elected uh, four years ago. Uh, there was a true blue factual thing that he disappeared for two weeks. Now, what he did, there's no official was word, but they said no. Well, they actually said that the Bilderberg Group uh, not kidnapped him, but sort of in a way kidnapped him and forced him to go to initiation or maybe he got initiated into them but he was missing for two weeks right after he got yeah, elected i heard about that yeah he he was meant to have a uh, i believe he was meant to have a meeting with some press and he, they basically said yeah wait here we'll get brack out and then before they knew it brack was already on a plane heading somewhere else and the press was like what the heck was that about right right you know? right yeah no i know my shit <laughs> you but do no like you do say, i mean i think we all kind of study it uh, what do you think about, uh, do you guys have, uh, I think the TSA is something that America has as yeah, a result of September 11th, but do you guys have like a yeah, UK that, counterpart that to that? Yeah. Do you guys have uh, uh, security in the UK that's like airport security that's maybe, or like maybe, I mean, government I, I mean, for you guys, you had security. sort of uh, sort of something happen with the train system that was like our September 11th, I understand or understood. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys have security? Well, I know, it was after, you guys had a... a uh, train get bombed. Do you guys have yeah, like a, a TSA style security that's maybe unreasonable over there? Um, not overly. Uh, we obviously have tighter airport security, but we don't necessarily have the TSA. When I flew back from America from Texas, I had to get the whole X-ray body scan thing, which I was pissed off with. No, you should have denied that. You should have said I, no because well, you can't. Well, well, Samantha, I don't know if you knew this. You can say no. But the alternative to the yeah. body scan is they'll actually pretty much uh, pat you down and there'll be somebody filling up on your lady parts. I mean, that's the only alternative. It's either that or you've seen yeah, the it's pictures it's either, of the x-ray scans, which is basically a blue, like, yeah, a blue either, naked picture so, of you. So, Samantha, like, they either get to see you naked or you allow them to feel you up. The, yeah, I know. I'd rather be felt up, um, as it were, you know, cheap thrill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'd like I, it. I would really... <laughs> much well this is the thing because i had the scan done um and as i had it done they made you put your hands over your head and as they made me put my hands over my head i stuck my middle fingers up um nice. at the same time after get it done so a little bit i don't agree with this fuck you but i've got to do it um and then afterwards my mum said you know you could have said no i'm like well thanks mum but that's a bit too late you know well but no, I, but no i mean tell me if i'm crossing a line here but i mean you're not such a bad looking person they probably wanted to get you on the scan and see you rather than one person feel you up no i would have said no just yeah, to probably. throw a damn wrench in the world <laughs> that's so it's because oh. i mean you're really i think you're going for the right thing because really you, you you're giving one person a fun time that you might actually enjoy rather than giving a whole airport job, no and they know, said that they can't keep jollies records of they the do pictures they turns do. out it's yeah, the opposite will. of that. They do keep records, and Samantha will tell you they keep records. Yeah, they, they will keep they keep records. It's like someone saying, you know, oh, well, don't do that, okay, and then you go and do it anyway without telling them. The thing I, that really annoys, I don't vote over here. I don't see the point because my theory is is the reason we're given the option to vote is to make us think we have a choice, and really it's already set out. They'll do what they want. Exactly. They to keep us quiet you're you're totally right and in fact here in america ron paul i mean we've brought him up but ron paul is probably the second most popular candidate next to barack obama right but the problem yeah. is but but you know what samantha he's not even going to be on the ballot 
He's not even going to be an option. We can write him in as an option. Not that it even matters, because if Obama gets reelected, it's going to be the same. But that's what Samantha's saying. Mitt, Mitt Romney gets elected, it's going to be the same. Yeah, and, and that's what Samantha's George, saying. She doesn't even Barack vote. Obama is the same as George Bush. She same fucking. That's Bush. what she's saying. Samantha's saying she doesn't vote because it doesn't matter. And I just do like vote. here. Just so that if it matters, when, when someone maybe someday looks back in history and sees that there were a bunch of people who wrote in their votes and it wasn't someone on the ticket, that maybe there would be some sort of you know evidence that something was fucked. So yeah, I mean we're not a democracy. It's not even a real democracy. It's a republic. So I'm. Do you know I get fed up because your, you know, um, your Bill of Rights and um, and obviously your Constitution is being completely. It's getting over, penciled over, and changed, and that's not fair. It's not fair on the American people. I don't see why Americans at Border Patrols, you know, when you're driving, should have to prove that they're American citizens. No, and that's exactly, in Arizona is what you're talking about, I think. Joe Arpaio is the sheriff of, uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of the town. It doesn't matter, you know, it's just... It does matter because the law now is that they can uh, pull over anybody... They say which is wrong. essentially, it, which it, it, essentially they're racially profiling people. They're saying that they can pull over anybody and ask for, uh, you know, a proof of identification. Which, yeah. first of all, is bad because police need to have reasonable cause. We've got the right to what is it? The right to uh, be secure in our person property without <laughs> reasonable cause, and uh, this goes directly against that. And a second part to that is basically that they could pull me over as a white guy and be like, all right, well, I'm pulling you over for no reason. Let me search your car and make sure that everything's going, you know, well, regardless of if I'm doing something wrong or not. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. When I was in Texas, we got pulled over by a different checkpoint. Wow. Um, but it's also okay. because we were very close to we were very close to the Mexican border as well. So it's kind of like, is it because we're close to the border, or is it we literally were stopped about four times on the same road um, just by different checkpoints? Samantha, if you're not already uh, friends with us on Facebook, add us. Uh, add the. the podcast on the website and I'll, sh- I'll send you some videos um, basically there's been like uh, training courses on how to avoid uh, getting arrested by border patrol-, patrol agents you know things that are like okay always have a video camera pointed at them and now it's legal to, to yeah. do that so always have a video camera on them when they pull you over open your window a tiny little crack just far enough to slip your license through and yeah. the magic words are, am I being detained, and can I go now? Because yeah, exactly. they can't detain you. They can only, you know, ask you what they want to ask you and let you go or charge you with something. Am I being charged, am I being detained, and can I? am I free to go? And if as long as you have a video camera on you, then they can't do shit. Like, Yeah, I just think a lot of people just see the police and they just go along with what they are. Oh, trust me. Uh, yeah. Up until a ha- like, even on my 18th birthday, I uh, I was pulled over and arrested for a DUI for smoking marijuana, and I you know I hadn't even smoked. It was just the fact that I had prior charges, and they came to my window and saw that I had charges, and yeah. 
essentially said, okay, well, you can't have any drugs in your system while you're driving, which means, essentially, that I could have smoked weed, like, three months ago and still been arrested for a DUI. Yeah. But basically, they just have, like, little loopholes and, like, they're sneaky talkers and... Yeah, absolutely. They will use their jargon and they will use their uh, authority. It's to, like you know, don't ever talk to police. Things. Don't don't make small talk with police because their job is to gain evidence. And regardless of if they're being a nice guy or something, they're always like remembering things for evidence. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. It's a touchy subject. I don't know. And by the way, <laughs> Samantha, I, I want to apologize again because I know you're up really, really late. No, oh, I want to okay. thank you, because uh, you're a smart lady. Yeah, I, I like to think I've got my head screwed on right, but my parent it's like when I bring up 9-11 with my parents and I show them footage, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, this is what annoys me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I look at what happened on that day, things do not add up, it does not make complete right. sense. Right, and I think... No, it makes more really sense that, and, and that we did it. I used to think, before, before I saw... Al-Qaeda wasn't a thing until we invented that. Before I saw the proof, I used to think that maybe if you really dissect the evidence, you'd find something. But now after I've seen it, I think it takes a fool not to see that or to ignore it. You have to yeah, be really like, bad. If, if you believe that Towers 1 and 2 fell by a plane, fair enough. How did Tower but, 7 go down? But yes, look at Building 7. That burnt for a couple of hours when a, um, there was a skyscraper in Madrid... Uh, that burnt for over 24 hours like a torch, and it had a crane on top of it, and that did not collapse. Yeah, and some debris. It's not to And mention. then you look at the debris of buildings um, four, five, and how those are crumpled but still standing in places. Yet building seven fell in near feet. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Anyone who not says anything. Not to mention anything. the owner of that building took out an insurance policy two weeks before it happened, and also that you know. The stock options as well. George Bush called everyone options. and told them not to fly on that day. And yeah, there's, there's just too, it's, too it's much. It's too much. It's, it's, yeah, Samantha, it's, it's, it's way too much. And uh, it just takes a real idiot not to, after knowing the proof. Now, getting people to understand, like, to go watch it, it's one thing. But after people yeah. see it and know it, it takes a real fool not to say, hey, there's something wrong there. Yeah, and the thing I like is what I do is I look at, if someone says, oh, look at this, this is how this fell, I look at that footage and go, okay, that's possible. However, I think maybe this. I don't agree 100% with every single video on YouTube. I take what, I, what I've seen. There's a video that I've seen, um, which I spotted, and when the, the second tower is hit, smoke comes out, a big line of explosions comes out, many floors below where that plane impacted, and it's almost as if, that was set up. No, yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of theories saying that it was a controlled uh, demolition. Absolutely, it I was. So. Like, there's I'm no sorry, question. I, there's no way that it it should have fell as like symmetrically as straight it straight down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's nothing, especially for Building Seven. There was nothing to make it fall down at all. There's nothing. No. Except well, the fact also there's a footage I saw where uh, one of the twin towers was about to fall, the next tower, the second tower was coming down, um, and the policewoman was saying, everyone evacuate the area, the second tower is about to come down. 
Not only, how, how the hell do you know that? How the hell do you know that that's going to come down? Not only that, but Samantha, I don't know if you've seen, there's uh, this one documentary, I can get it for you, but, um, it, I mean, you may have already seen it, but basically, uh, there's one, I mean, there's one man in this documentary who's a survivor, and he says, hey, I heard explosions before they fell, and I think he might have been in Building 7. Yeah. Now, those explosions were demolitions, and, you know, you'll hear explosions before goes, the actual <laughs> collapse. You right, can, yeah. yeah, you can hear, so basically, hear the explosions. Yeah, so basically this guy, uh, he was African-American. He, he did this documentary, and then they went Barry to follow... Jennings. Is that him? And then he died? They killed him? Yeah, Barry Jennings. Barry Jennings. Yeah. Like, what is... Like, I saw this. I learned about this man, Barry Jennings. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now I know for a fact it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It can be quite scary, obviously. Some people don't like talking about it. But I don't, I don't go out. I literally... I just saw it, and I investigate myself, think, mm, this isn't right. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. What's done is done. But I really would like justice for all the people that died on that I, day. I would like that, too, because they're, they're, they're not... They're innocent people. They're not the government, you know? They're, they're just people. Well, it's like, I know they're people United that say, well, my, the, the biggest thing that people say to me is, why would American government do that to their citizens? I said, well, my, I said, you know, for the greater good people will do anything you know if it kills a few people in the meantime to get yeah. something else they'll do it definitely you know? I, you know i don't know samantha i'd really like to have you here on the show like i don't know if we had the money we would fly you out here just to be on our show and, and have our our audience and listener base because we do have a lot of listeners online i mean yeah maybe, yeah uh and and i'd really love to have you if you if you ever find yourself in the area Trust uh, me, I, I'm, I'm, will be looking into possibly coming over to this city. And it wouldn't sure. just be for the show. I mean, John and I would show you around Chicago. No, John. the culture, this is my favorite place in the entire planet. Well, not necessarily the suburbs where I live now, but the city itself, I, uh, I, I love it. I love the people. I, well, I guess I shouldn't even say that. I, I, do. I like the feel of it. It's a, it's a good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love. I like Texas because I've got friends out there, and it's a really friendly place. You should, uh, you I know what? New York for the city. I like Florida for the warmth and the friendliness. You know, I like Vegas for all the party people. Yeah, I just, I like make sure you don't get here in the winter because the winters, with the exception of last winter, the winters are probably the most brutal thing. I've you know, I've I've, I've been to Florida, and I would say, Samantha, honestly. If you're looking for something to do, bring your friends some, bring your friends from Texas, and we'll all party together up here, and we'll go to pubs, and we'll go bar hopping, and we'll go to some clubs, and it'll all be fun. We'll do the show together. You know, if you can find a way. I mean, I don't even know your friends from Texas, but I mean, you know, I'm sure they're fine, wonderful people. Yeah, they know. are. They're lo- they're lovely. I only associate myself with awesome people, so Birds yeah, they're, the pre- they're pretty pretty sweet. Yeah. So anyway, I think we're gonna let you go, and we're gonna let you get some sleep. Yeah, it's 3.23 in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, I, f- I, feel, I feel astoundingly guilty because, I mean, you've dedicated so much of your time to us and we're very grateful, but I know you need no, to get some sleep seriously, tomorrow. it's fine. I mean, I'm, I, when I can and if I'm up, like I was up this morning, well, a bit earlier, I was like, I'll see if you guys are about. Brilliant. If, if I'm ever about, then yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you guys a call. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to London tomorrow, so I'll do a bit of a blog and film and see what's going on and keep you guys posted with uh, the definitely. Olympics, which will be going on. Yeah, and you know week. what? Even if there's not anything, you know, like weird or out of the ordinary, I'd love to see something, you know, from the Olympic Village. Yeah, and not only know. that, Samantha, but like, um, I feel like 
we could have uh, you as a, as a host of some sorts, and you can contribute to the show in a way maybe not a lot of guests could do. So uh, if you'd like, we can maybe find you not as a show, but as people on Facebook and be your friends. Like, uh, you know, mm. do you know what I mean? Nobody really knows who we are. Nobody really knows, has our pictures or anything. But I'm pretty sure everyone knows who I am. Well. Yeah, well, I have trouble with your Facebook page. It wouldn't let me open it. So really? I kept referring back to mine. Yeah, I don't Wait, know. Wait, on the Super Bowl's page? No, on our Facebook. Yeah, I had real trouble trying even well, to get Well, I'll tell page you what. Up. I'll find you, and I'll, I'll link you to my personal page. Well, and, uh, if you want, actually, if you drop me the details on, because I'm untraceable on Facebook, because there are a lot of pricks out there. Oh, that wow. Good That's Good amazing. Job. Cool. All right. Yeah, well, so send me your details. I'll, I'll, I'll send you my I'll, I'll send you my details. You know, I'll you know send you a request. It's a picture of me and my girlfriend, and uh, you can see yeah. you know that, and you'll know it's me. And then John, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you'll know cool. you'll know John that's, when you yeah, see no, him. That's cool. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, I look like a freak, like a homeless person, but, kind of. But you know what? Uh, you know, we'll get together at some point. I really do want to get together, even if we have to go over to London or the UK or whatever. And you no, know what? you should, because if you come to London, I'll show you a bloody good time, and then also take you to the places that not the tour, you know, not touristy places like. That's what those I are the only Brits, places though. that I want to see, and those are the places that we like to show you here. You no, know, like so. my girlfriend. My girlfriend has actually been to London. My girlfriend is a violinist. And she actually yeah. has been to London to tour and stuff. So she's been oh, there and I yeah. haven't. I don't even have a passport. So I need to get yeah, one Yeah, see, for, you're that percentage of Americans that don't have a passport. I have need a passport. Yeah. I need to get one. Passport yeah. is the most bulletproof form of identification. Yeah, it is. I don't and know. it also gets you places. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, all right, Samantha, go ahead and get some sleep. And uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll probably try and do another show next week. Possible. Yeah, well, actually, definitely. I'll be in Minnesota, but maybe you'll you'll be you can call into the John show. The yeah, John, I'm gonna be doing okay. a show. The John Super Podcast. Myself, so. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna work it out tonight, and uh, otherwise, hope you have a good sleep, and uh, hope you enjoy a uh, fucking Sweeney Todd tomorrow. Man, yeah, I'm so yeah. jealous. I'll, yeah, Jesus. I'll keep you guys posted. I'm so I'll, jealous. Yeah, I'll let you know. But yeah, take care, guys. I will speak to you uh, very soon. Go All right, that. Samantha. It was good hearing. From good you. hearing from you. No worries, you two. You guys take care, and I will speak to you very soon. All right. Thank See you, you. later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Wow. Dude, Samantha's so awesome. I really wish she was here in the States to lady. podcast with us. She's not like a lady. She's our age. Every girl's a lady if they're polite. Well, I, I, and... I guess, I suppose, if you're thinking about it like that. Um, that's so obvious. Nathan wanted to thank us for having us on. Thank you, awesome. Nathan. Nathan... Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic having Nathan on. Too. Between Nathan and Samantha, like that—that—that's like a whole show. That was a whole that's amazing. Show. But uh, wait, uh, really quick. We're already at the two hour just so you know. Um, well, again, really, really quickly. Oh yeah, right. Fast. Um, we had our first uh, new a listener submitted uh, topic from the website. What's that website called? Our what? Well, the website's going to be gentlemen. Gentlemanspodcast.com. What's it called right now, though? Right now it's called superballshow.squarespace.com. Um, okay, so at, uh, yeah, superballshow.squarespace.com, we had a uh, listener submitted topic, which all of you guys can do at any time. We don't have to be live, just right drop us a line in there. It'll hit us up on the email. Um, I hope the listener, we don't know who the topics come from either. Um, but I'm really hoping that the listener was on, or is still on right now, um, 
someone wanted me to mention Riot Fest, which I, I know I've kind of gone over the past uh, couple of shows, but I'm really, really, really excited about it. Um, it's going to be really epic. Uh, all of you guys know who uh, Rise Against is, obviously. They're headlining. Um, it's kind of weird. The first day... Um, First day is at the Congress Theater in Chicago. It um, it's kind of, it's only four bands. I'm pretty sure it's only. Uh, I could check it out really quick. I think. Um, one way or another, the lineup for Riot Fest is insane. It's uh, pretty much every band that you ever want to see. Rise Against is playing. Fucking Iggy and the Stooges is playing. They're from you know way back in the day. They're they're some of the uh, forerunners of American punk music. Um, Elvis Costello, another, you know, new wave, old, old guy, um, for, you know, the hardcore kids, uh, Data Remembers playing, uh, and then for all of the, uh, you know, I guess young adult, my age, my friend's age, Frank's age, yep. basically yep. every single punk band that you've ever heard of is playing. You've got, uh. Well, the Descendants, who also were really forerunners of punk music. Gogo Bordello, which is an incredible, they call themselves Gypsy Punk Band. They've got, you know, a, they've got violins and uh, an accordion, but they just, you know, they're kind of political and they just jump around and have fun the whole time. Um, which, on a side note, Gogo Bordello is actually playing in my hometown of Dixon, Illinois. The first big show, that's, it's called a stopover. It's a thing that's set up by Mumford and Sons. So uh, August 18th, I believe. Um, the tickets, I believe, are all sold out. Um, Dixon, Illinois, is a town of 15,000 people, and they sold 15,000 tickets. So essentially, that town's going to double overnight, and it's just going to be a huge party. Um, but back to Riot Fest. Let's see. I've got a I've got a flyer right here. I'm just going to go down the list real fast. It's a diverse list, but. Uh, Let's see, we've got Rise Against, Iggy and Stooges, The Offspring, who is one of my favorite bands. We're playing on the first day, though, which I unfortunately can't make it to. Elvis Costello, A Day to Remember, Coheed and Cambria, cool pop punk from, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. Descendants, Gogo Bordello, Dropkick fucking Murphys, who, uh, you know, Celtic punk, everyone knows who Dropkick is. If you don't, uh, find them, you know, bagpipes and... Celtic punk, you can imagine. No effects. Everybody knows who No Effects is. Uh, it goes without saying that they are going to be a highlight of uh, one of those days. Jesus and the Mary tra Chain. Uh, you know, a pretty cool, like new wave, you know, slash punk band from the late '80s. Gaslight Anthem, fantastic newer, like rock and roll punk band. Alkaline Trio, one of my favorite bands. I've got a Alkaline Trio tattoo. It's actually my only tattoo. Uh, Slapstick. Who? Slapstick. Okay. Slapstick is a band who uh, is uh, made up of um, a bunch of uh, people from Chicago punk bands. Uh, it was their first band. Uh, Dan Adriano from Alkaline Trio and Brendan Kelly from the Lawrence Arms. It's going to be intense. Um, that's our reunion show for them. Uh, Chiodos, that's their original lineup, which I've only listened to one Chiodos CD. It was, uh, I love it though. Guar, 
Guar is a intergalactic metal band from outer space coming here to uh, destroy and ruin everything. My sister loves Guar. I do. My friend Felix, Felix, Felix loves and Guar. Yeah, Felix. Um, but I've seen them once. They're fantastic. They're, it's like they're a thousand feet tall and just they're really committed. Less than Jake. Another Warp Tour band from uh, you know the early two thousands, mid nineties. Built to Spill, who was a, a another alternative rock band from the nineties, who are fantastic. If you haven't heard them, look them up. <clears throat> Frank Turner, uh, Samantha might know who that is. He's a uh, he plays with what he calls uh, campfire punk rock. He's uh, from England, if I'm not mistaken. Reverend Horton Heat, who uh, you know. That's, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's a three-piece or a four-piece. They play Psychabilly. Reverend Horton, he, if you ever played Guitar Hero, he did the song Psychabilly Freakout. If you like that song, look up the rest of his stuff. It's awesome. He invented a style of playing guitar. Um, who else? Uh, T, TBR, Teenage Bottle Rockets playing. I, I love them. They're like a, a I guess, a, a New York flavor punk band. You know, Ramones-type Sounding punk band, I guess. Um, Deals Gone Bad, a local band, Chicago. Uh, they play rockabilly, rock and roll. Um, Larry and His Flask. Everybody, I want you to go look up Larry and His Flask. They play a uh, style of music that they like to call something along the lines of uh, bluegrass punk ability or something like that. It's, it's again, a lot of instruments, violins and accordions, and, you know, they've got kind of a a faster like like I don't want to say country but like a like a western rock and roll type feel um uh, who else a bunch of other bands that I haven't heard of you might have heard of them The Promise Ring August Burns Red I know that they're popular I've never listened to them um but they're gonna be there um Nobody kind of a older band um Essentially, Riot Fest is going to be awesome. I just unfortunately heard that the uh, two-day passes for $50 are now sold out. So uh, as of right now, uh, the two-day passes are $70, and uh, it's completely worth it, in my opinion. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i going to be asking my parents to split the ticket uh, for me. And uh, the second two days are all held at Humble Park in Chicago, and that takes place on September 15th and 16th. And if you can pick up tickets for the first uh, first day, that is going to be, uh, like, the. it really sucks, because the Offspring is playing the first day, and I can't I love go to the first day. Love them. Actually, yesterday, coming back from uh, Refuse, uh, Katie put on a brand, like, a one of the newest Offspring songs. It was garbage. I I don't like it. You know, they had this one song that they came out with on the Q101 before. Dude, do you know Q101 went off air? Q101 is not a radio station anymore, but 87.7 FM is is pretty much what Q101 minus all of like the horse shit. Well, if I, you're I don't listen to the radio, but if anybody in the Chicagoland area is looking for a good like, that, I mean, they play Bad Religion on 87.7. They play, you know, The Offspring. They play... It's basically Q101 minus, like, the 
horribly shitty stuff. Before Kiwanawan went out, uh, they were playing a new off Offspring song, song that I really did not like at all. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really terrible. I really did not like it. But in their prime, the Offspring were making songs that I could be proud of. They were making songs that I really liked. Bad Habit. They had like Drive Bad Habit. Are rude. The kids Such aren't alright. The kid. The original prankster. The original prankster. They had uh, a song from Orange County. Um, what was that called? Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Um, fuck. I have to look that up right now. I loved that song. Um, I'll bet I'll find it before you do. Um, no, The Offspring's fantastic. Um... Defy you. Defy you, yeah. The more you say, the more I defy you to get out of my face. But yeah, um, wait, what was I just doing? Right, that's... Oh yeah, the first day. Uh... Again, tickets are sold out. You might be able to get your hands on them. Um, but the Offspring's headlining Neon Trees are playing, which I've actually found that I like them. I, uh, I didn't realize it until uh, maybe a month or so ago. Uh, Peg Boy, who is a, uh, a really old... I, I'm pretty sure that they're from Chicago. But they're... Uh, yeah. I'm good from Chicago, founded in 1990. Um, and he... Uh, was the guitarist for uh, Naked Raygun, who's another fantastic Chicago punk band, and a band called Dead Sarah, which I am not familiar with. <laughs> Dead Sarah. <laughs> uh, but the Addicts are playing um, a band called Environmental Encroachment, which is so cool that they're uh, one of two bands who I know in that genre, which is, uh, they're basically like a punk rock marching band in the sense that they play songs that don't really have lyrics in it, they just play like, I don't know, I guess, uh, Eastern influenced dance music. Um, but they, you know, they dress up in, you know, fucking, uh, what are they called? Uniforms. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you haven't, uh, looked into Riot Fest, I would highly recommend it, because... It's kind of at the end of the concert season, and, uh, I don't know. It's going to be intense. Andrew fucking WK is going to be there. I can't wait to see Andrew WK. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Riot Fest, and uh, as uh, more information comes out with Riot Fest, I will keep you as up-to-date as I possibly can. Dude, we're, like, way past the two-hour marks. Yeah, we might as well. Go ahead. Um, how many people are listening? Um, two, including me. Fourteen. What? Get out of here. Um, well, alright. Um, well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, getting close to uh, overstaying our welcome.